Blog Talk Radio. friends there and I was 
I was just, you know, I was blessed, okay? I really enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it. And, you know, uh, I mean, it is crazy. It, you know, because when I, when I started off this week, I was, like, tired. I mean, I was, like, when I got to KC Thursday, I was, like, yeah, uh, okay, I'm tired. <laughs> That's so why I got you know I got got some gates because you know that's what can't see people do. We you know because we 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 stuck you know get get we love gates so you know if you've been away from home gates becomes like something big to you or something and so yeah so got gates and I was just like okay I got I gotta eat and I'm going to I'm going to bed I was just tired and so the next day I had a dinner. Well, my girlfriend had a dinner for us at her house. Me and my other girl, three of us, that's real close. And I mean, I'm close friends with all my girlfriends, but we always have a little get together. There's three of us, and uh, Malika, shout out to me, Malika and Brandy. You know, the, who used to be co-hosts on this show. We got together and we have what our late night talks and meals, and we had so much fun. <laughs> we had topics, you know, our hot topics uh, 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 going on. Uh, I got a Second intervention. <laughs> they were part of the first intervention. They're like, "Are you going on the cruise?" I'm like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> we meet a lot." I don't know. I don't think I am. I keep saying I'm not. And then I don't know. You know, I did register to see what it was like. I was like, "Yeah, maybe." Should I? I don't know. And one of my girlfriends wants to go. Another one wants to go. But I'm like. I don't know. I don't know because it feels like I'll talk. I'm going to talk about the cruise in a minute, Maxwell's cruise. But I, I feels like every time I plan to do something like it, I feel like it's like I shouldn't. I mean, like I mean, not in a shouldn't in a bad way, but like, is it going to happen? I'm going to be so disappointed if it doesn't. <laughs> right. So I'm so I'm sort of like no. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because you know your money be wrapped up in it, and you be planning it, and then you start buying stuff for it and being ready, and then you know. I don't know. We'll, I have to see. So we talked about that. We talked about all kinds of things. We just had a great time, great food, great time. And, of course, I stayed out with them late. And then the next day, you know, I got, to, uh, got ready for the show. The show was wonderful. I look good, baby. And you know what? I was going to change, right? Because I had like two hours. And that day I was like, Cause I was tired. Some says simplify. <laughs> Don't change. And I didn't. And listen, I'm telling you, not that I changed the last couple of years, and they was every outfit was fire. Okay, it was cute. <laughs> but this time I didn't. Oh my god! And I was so glad I did. I just had so much fun. I got to really enjoy. This is what I felt. I enjoyed the show this time. Like I enjoyed the show the last couple of years, but I felt like I was rushing through it. You know, not rushing through it, but I was like I was working in a good way, but I was like, you know, sometimes, you know, I was I was there present, but I wasn't like I'm still the MC, but still, you know, it's kind of like an out of body is I don't know I can't explain it. Kind of there, you're flowing. We had fun the last couple of years, but this year I felt like I was there, like the show. I was there with the show. Like, you know, I was there with the show the last couple of years, but I felt like I got to see it, feel it more. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing, I didn't I didn't have to, the MC do as much running around. It was a bunch. I mean, I loved it, okay? I had, this was my best year yet. I loved the other years too, but this, oh, my God. 
It was great. It was so fun. All the models, fabulous, look gorgeous. Pam, of course, shout out to Pam, who is my mentee, you know, and also my friend. And I, I appreciate her for just entrusting her baby every year to me. So that is a blessing. And uh, I just had a, just a wonderful time. Let me just tell you all, had a great time met lots of people, just had fun. It was really all of that. I really liked it. And, of course, I looked really cute. I had my little flowers on. Because, you know, because if you're a member of her academy or a former member, we had to wear red and black. And so I put my little black. You know, I love my little flower crown. I have a thing about my flower crowns. And I wore my hair in a short style. You know, I did, the like, the short lace front. Because, listen, I am in the process, I, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm in the process, I, you know, y'all know I don't like to do my hair. Anybody who listens to this show knows. Carlotta does not like to do her hair. I like to wear my hair all kind of ways at different times, at different places. <laughs> I love lace, I love weeks and everything. But I have a lot of hair, right? And so what I wanted to do this time, I've been growing my hair back out, and it's really getting long, so I'm like, I'm not touching it. I'm like, you know, no, it's all, it's for the next year, I think it's all weeds. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I think I'm weeds and braids. I think that's not all I'm doing. I do that anyway. Even when it's really long, I even do it. I don't because I don't want to mess with it. And then when I when it's uh, in between, I've been in between for a little while because I got to cut. And then you know, now I'm in the process of going back out, and I'm like, no, I don't even want to mess with it. <laughs> that's why I'm letting it grow. <laughs> Really, really hung down, and so I'm leaving it on. I'm like not wearing my hair. So, but but I had a you know it was it was perfect. I had fun. I had a great time. My little hairstyle was cute. It was gorgeous. <laughs> okay, and it looked great with my crowd. All right. So yes, that was my weekend. I enjoyed it. Oh, and then Sunday, right? Me and the husband, we went to, 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 you know, we are cheap, big chief fans, right? You know, everybody's a chief. If you're from Kansas City, most of us are chief fans, except for my grandfather. My grandfather hates the chiefs. My grandfather has hated the chiefs since I can remember. I don't even remember my grandfather liking the chiefs. He got brokenhearted years ago, and he's never forgiven them. <laughs> even with Patrick Mahomes, he's like, I'm not coming off of my stance. But he loves the Cowboys, right? But we, you know, we big Chiefs fans, so we went to, this is our second time going to Chiefs training camp. This time we got to go the first day. Listen, it was an early morning wake up. Child, I was tired. Do you hear me? And the Chiefs, you got to be out there like, you know, we have to drive to St. Joe, Missouri. St. Joe, Missouri is like an hour away. Here's the St. Joe is, I went to a lot. When I was my freshman year of college, that's where I went. I went to Mo West. Right. This is where Chiefs have their training camp. This is where I met a lot of my friends, a lot of people that are still friends with me now. Even I met my husband there. I met all kind of people there at at Mo West. Everybody, they all. I, we were all best friends. We all hung out together. <laughs> so that's how I met all these people. Okay, they, I, I you know, I, I, we all had great friendships. Right. So. That so Moet has a lot of fun memories for me. But when you go up to, um, we went to uh, the Chiefs training camp. It was fun. You know they look good. They look like they're going to really be doing. I mean, from what I see, it was the first day. Patrick Mahomes was out there. 
He looked like he was having a good time. I got to do, hey, I was there for the Chiefs, okay, because I like, because you can always find some unusual things at the at the training camp, at the Chiefs uh, store that they have set up. <laughs> and they be having a ball. I was like, yeah, let me go in the store. I wasn't even care. About a, after about an hour, I was over the training camp. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's time to go. I'm ready to go. Hey, but I had a great time. It was fun. I love being at the training camp because there's so many Chiefs fans. So maybe it's like going to a, if you have never been to a Kansas City Chiefs football game. I used to go to them years ago because you know <laughs> back in the day. Chief Fred. Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> but I used to go to the games, right? We go to the games, you know, hang out and stuff, to get, and the Chiefs games and stuff like that. And the Chiefs games, and over the years, you know, <clears throat> we would just go to Chiefs stuff. Chiefs, just fun. It's no other stadium that I think is better. <coughs> and I've been to a couple, few. But, you know, the crowd, the noise, excuse me, you guys for coughing, the, no, the crowd, everything, it's just, and the Chiefs fans, they're so great. Oh, my God. They're wonderful, okay? And, I mean, it's just, I think the last time I was at Chiefs Stadium was a game maybe a couple of years ago. Oh, my God, it was so fun. It was raining. Everybody was in there, rain, Chiefs things. Nobody cared. All they cared about is Chiefs winning. It's like a real kingdom. People really believe in the Chiefs kingdom. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so it it is really just a cool atmosphere, the coolest atmosphere in the NFL. I had a blast. It was cool, but after about an hour and after me, you know, going to the the uh, store, I was done. Okay, you know, I was like, this, uh, this shit, it's too early for this shit. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm a mess. All right, but that was my weekend in a nutshell. I can't see. I got home today. It's you know, hey, I, I said I was gonna do a show for y'all, even though I'm tired. I'm tired. But I'm going to do a show, okay? Because I was like, all kind of stuff was coming up that I wanted to talk to y'all about. I was like, oh, no, I want to talk about this. Oh, my God, we need to talk about this. It was so much I wanted to talk to y'all about. <laughs> so I'm just excited that I'm back and we get to talk, okay? So what else? So what do I have coming up next? <gasps> Is it the trilogy show? Oh, my God, I'm kind of excited. Okay, I can't lie. I get excited every time I get to see Maxwell. You know, Maxwell's my fave, okay? So I go a week without talking about Maxwell here. That's what one of my uh, uh, people said. You're, you should have the Maxwell hive. I said, I should. <laughs> You're like the beat. Yeah. No, I don't know if I'm quite that way, but I really I, I'm excited. So, like, the trilogy show is coming up in Vegas. I'm excited. I get to Vegas. I'll be there for two shows, but do I want to do two shows? Last time I went, I was there for all three shows. I only went to one. <laughs> and that was opening night. Really, I'm, you know, here's the deal. Okay, let me just say this, okay? Huge Maxwell. People are like, okay, Carla, that's all you really need to go to. Yeah, because you went to five like that year. I did. <laughs> but I went to them in different cities, right? It's not that I wouldn't like to see Maxwell back to back, you know, but it's just like I'm in Vegas. <laughs> oh my God, I thought 
my friend says, are you gonna? Are we gonna go Friday night? Because we get there Thursday, early, early Thursday. And I'm like, she said, are we gonna go to Maxwell Friday night? I said, I don't know. Should we? I mean, why? <laughs> She's like, hey, you the one that like to see him over and over again. I'm like, hey, I, I, I don't know. I have to think about that. Maybe it's at the last minute we do so. But right now, it's like, mm, no, I don't know. I think I just keep my one shelf. But I am excited. You know why I'm going to say I'm keeping my one show? Okay, let me explain why. I don't believe night is going to be out. This week, Maxwell finally says something about night. Did we talk about this? I don't think we did. He says, let me pull it up, because i got to talk about it. He's, he's got to be a hot topic, because, you know, I'm getting pissed off about this night album. And, you know, the other fans don't seem to be pissed, but I am. You know, I'm like, you know, what the hell is going on here? Do we got to, are we going to just, like, not, and we're just going to keep ignoring that he just keeps putting off albums? I mean, we just, I know that, I mean, there feels like there's no incentive to put out albums today for the artists and stuff like that. You know, it's not the same anymore. But really, there are a lot of fans who really love to hear new, what's cooking in your mind. What's inspiring you? <laughs> well, you kind of like because we like your inspiration. We like what you're, 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 what you put out. So I feel like, dang, Beyonce's had a, a whole renaissance, and Maxwell has not had not yet. I mean, we've been through like a lot. <laughs> Where's night? So he says this week. Oh my God, Twitter has actually changed to X. Oh my God! I just I'm just seeing this. Oh how sad. Oh Elon, I expected good things of Elon. I just went on Twitter. I expected good things of Elon. You know, I thought he was really about free speech. But you know what? I always look at the Watchmen. You know, because people like to say the Watchmen is about um, like the Illuminati or ideas of Illuminati and. And there's this character in The Watchmen who's kind of the scruffy character, and he kind of brings, he kind of reveals all the other people has not so great and stuff, but he's still a Watchman. Even though he's exposing the Watchmen, he, I forget the character, too. He's still a Watchman. That's Elon Musk. You know, he exposes the Watchmen, but he's still a Watchman. Right? So this ex- <laughs> The man trying to bring down Twitter, or he's a genius. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> we shall see. Okay, okay. <laughs> but here, it really is an X here. My, my, my. There is no longer a bird. I kind of miss the bird. I think I have to say, I like the little Tweety birds. Okay, whatever. All right. So let me look at Maxwell's tweets. Okay, Maxwell had this. Where is he at? Is it gone? Did he take it off? Let me see. He might have took it off. I don't know. You know, he likes to throw, he likes to throw out tweets and then hide. Oh, no. He's got it here. Okay. All right. He says on here, the night music takes time. She dressing. Okay. I won't count 2016 and 2017. He really started saying night was coming, like, around 2017. He did. He started coming. He even had a show called Night in Vegas. Remember, I went. 
I wish. Right? Oh, my God. I wish. So I'm going to give you 2017, Maxwell. So for the last five years, so far, yes, five, no, six years, we've been, Nike's been dressing, okay? So I'm expecting her to be really well-dressed, like the best damn dressed thing out ever, okay? Uh, I've got high expectations now. And I, to be honest, I really don't expect Knight to be out till I've said till 2037. I'm I'm fine that Knight will probably come. When how old would I be in 2037? Will I be like what is it? Will I be what will I be? <laughs> 364 or something like that? Still be cute. <laughs> I'm okay. We'll have like a Smokey Robinson sort of tour thing. <laughs> yeah, did you guys see Smokey Robinson on tour recently? He's like bumping and grinding and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, Smokey, get it. That's what I'm talking about. Smokey, Smokey's still fine, okay? 80 some years old, right? I guess I expect this. I expect the shenanigans with Maxwell like this. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Here's the why I won't pay for. Another trillion. I feel like I'm being duped. <laughs> you know, by the fine too. Like the fine, like I'm becoming the sugar. Like you know, like the, I'm the sugar mom. Like that ain't how it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, we all think at that song about sugar mama. Let me buy. She's like, boy, I want to buy you so good. I want to buy you a short set. <laughs> this is how I feel like I be doing that. So I'm, I'm, I'm. You so, you so good. I'm gonna buy this other ticket. No. I'm tired. I'm not the sugar mama up in this joint. I don't. I don't do sugar mama. <laughs> Perhaps people do would do sugar daddy, but I don't do sugar mama. What am I doing? So I figure if the, what I have been seeing from y'all's tweets, okay, because some of y'all send me links. So what I have been seeing from y'all's links is it look like the same shop. I look like I'm seeing the same shit. Am I seeing the same shit? I think I'm seeing the same shit. Shit from 2000. What year? When he changed it, he changed it the year he came to start off in Texas right after COVID. So I'm it's, I'm seeing the night tour right now, okay? So I'm expecting that the kicker, something different has got to be coming on with the trilogy. You might going to see something different. I'm, I don't know. I'm scared. So I'm scared about two tickets because I'm like, am I gonna, I'm not going to see a different show. I'm not going to see a different show. I'm excited to see Maxwell. Chris Maxwell's always beautiful. I love seeing Maxwell, okay? But I'm like, damn. Why are you calling it Trilogy and it's the same damn show? Is it going to be something different? Is it going to be something new? (laughs) Is it going to be any symbols of night? Like, just just one piece of a song. Like, (laughs) here's a little piece of night. Are we gonna even change up the song, Tracy? And we gonna put in let's not play the game. Are we gonna put in like you know uh, what is it? Are we gonna put back until the cops come knocking? Which is you know one of my faves. Can we have the what's the video Coco Pure? What is it the, the video back there? Somebody actually told me they had the whole video. I was like you're lying. He said yeah I got it. I was like you should better send it to me. It's cracked. Oh, no more. <laughs> I said, I got some people that want that video. You got the whole thing? 
people I know that love to have that video, okay? You can't keep this. I don't know what's going on with that video. I'm mad about that video not being out. But can we have that in the background? Can we have some? Can we have that song playing just for a second? <laughs> can we do something new? <laughs> I enjoy I've enjoyed night profusely. I've been a lot. <laughs> I know the show by heart. I've been a lot. I've been a lot. I'm a true fan, okay? But I would love to see something different. Am I going to see a different show, trilogy show? So this is my thing. For you Maxwell fans who do listen to me, I am probably going to do, I'm thinking one show in Vegas because I feel like it's going to be Nat Knight rewrapped. In, the name trilogy is for it because it's three nights in Vegas. It's really not a trilogy too. <laughs> And he's just gonna be smiling up there. And when you sm- when he smiles, all y'all girls forgive him. No, no, I'm not. I'm not that forgiving. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell is night? And quit smiling. At it. Quit smiling. And, who- and you got the beard. Oh my god, the beard. You know, it's like really, <laughs> the beard is extra dangerous. You know, it's like, damn, he got the beard and he's smiling. This is this is terrible. I. This is not good, you know. I do not want to pay for another ticket. I am not sure a sugar mama to Maxwell. I refuse. <laughs> and like I'm thinking, I'm refusing about this dang on cruise too, because they they have not been announcing. Speaking of the cruise, I guess it's selling well. Hey, who else is coming? <laughs> do we got any more people? I need to know who else is coming if I'm going to decide to come on this cruise, okay? So that's my take on that for, for my next stop. My next thing is Vegas, the trilogy stop, okay? So I will tell you all how I feel. And then it's going to be Beyonce, God bless, God willing, if it la- if it goes off. I'm hearing rumors that shows are being canceled. I don't know. And rescheduled because people ain't buying the tickets, allegedly. Allegedly, that's rumors. I don't know. That's what I'm hearing in these streets. So hopefully my, my show go off. <laughs> but you got to talk about her today, too. You got to talk about her a little bit later on. She's dancing a little harder. <laughs> Not much. Beyonce, what is wrong? I know when something's wrong. You can, you can just look at her. There is something. Don't say it's I'm touring. I'm tired because I'm touring. You can see her mustering up. Like her eyes look a little bit just not. I'm really concerned. No, y'all think I be I be playing out these. Y'all think I be playing these streets. No, I'm really concerned because I be like because I'm used to you know Beyonce. You used to could tell one thing you could tell about Beyonce is that she loves to perform. She does not look that way this time. I see a lot of bells and whistles and blue eyes. It's helped her immensely. I mean, not that bells and whistles have always helped Beyonce, but Beyonce, this is the first time where I felt Beyonce doesn't look excited to be there. Like, she's like, yeah, whatever. Like I said, she's like, get this mess over with. We'll talk about her. I'm going to try to talk about her a little later on in the show, okay? And I can't wait to see. I'm God willing, I'm planning on going. I can't wait to see uh, Renaissance. Now, some people have told me they got sleepy in it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Some people said the first half is like a snoozer, and then the second half is when it gets hype. 
That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I'm just telling y'all what I've been hearing on these streets. Hey. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all. Don't get mad at me, Hive. Don't be, don't get mad at me because my people are not delusional. They tell the truth. <laughs> okay? But that's what the rumors are. The rumors are is you want to catch... I mean, you know, the, you you you'll get you might get some shed eye during the first half, and then about the second half, it start getting a little lively. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God, do I check into Ramada? Yes. Should I? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you guys. All right, so when we get back, we're gonna get into some of these hot topics. Chat. We gotta talk about Carly Russell. Hey, I'm sitting up here sad. A couple of weeks ago, just defending him. How you going, somebody going to put a baby out there and use this and use this baby to lure this woman? I was horrified. Now we find out she's nothing more than just, she, she's making stories up like Justy, allegedly. No, she, it's already came out she made it, so it's not alleged anymore. Okay. Except for Jesse has never admitted that his is a story. Carly saying straight up, this is I just lied. Okay, and I'm just so disappointed. So we're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna talk about Jess Hilarious. Shout out to Jess Hilarious. I stand with her a hundred and fifty five percent. Okay, about this transgender war. I mean, women, transgender war trying to go on with transgender women against real women, okay? Listen, I mean, our biological women, I don't want to offend y'all, but it is what it is, okay? So we got to have this discussion. We're going to talk about this a whole lot more, do that when we get back. Meanwhile, let's start off with one of my favorites, Steely Dan, Hey 19. It's the CC Show. It's late night. I'm Carlotta. I'm in the, I'm here on the air. So I hope y'all up and ready to listen to the late night hot topics. But meanwhile, let's get into the Steely Dan. I'll be back in a moment.
bullshit at from the first from the beginning, but they still continue to do their job. So shout out to them for doing their job. <laughs> In spite of probably knowing from the beginning this is some crap. Ain't nobody seen no baby walking down the interstate. Where did she see this baby? And the other day it was so funny because y'all was wild. Y'all had I saw a meme of somebody said they was driving along this dark interstate and they, it was somebody had a baby stroller out there. Y'all wow. <laughs> the internet is crazy. Y'all crazy. <laughs> Just listen. This is crazy. Now I'm hearing all kind of reasons why she did it. Some people said she wanted her man's her, her ex boyfriend's attention. And I'm like, baby, this is not a way to get his attention. I mean, this is all the and the boyfriend's come out defended defending her, saying, Hey, you guys, she doesn't deserve to be cyber bully. I'm like, that's the least of her concerns. She might go to jail. You about to go to jail. She already lost her job. So you might be going to jail for using resources, precious resources, people who, black, millions of black women, thousands of black women go missing every year, real-life situations that get ignored. And this time, they didn't ignore it. But allegedly, her ass was at Target getting snacks, allegedly. That's what I'm hearing in these streets. Crazy stuff. Crazy. That's resources they could have been using on something or somebody else. It's sad. It is really sad. And listen, this is just the time we live in. It's not, listen, there is nothing, and I would say this to this young lady. There. We, people in life make real dumb mistakes. This was a dumb one. I mean, this was oh, this was up there. This was up there. You can recover. I don't know if you need to go get some health, some mental illness check, because if you do something this while, you might need some, some mental illness. But I do feel like a little bit of time in jail might do you some good to think things through about what you've done. Using the resources of police, and the city and stuff like that to come looking for you and the baby. And it was a lie. And you don't deserve, let me just say this. If you want to really get forgiveness, you need to do an interview. You need to pick somebody, get go to Gail or Oprah, and do an interview. I say Oprah because Oprah's going to be a little bit more understanding. Gail always trying to catch somebody and shit. That's all. No, no, Gail's about that life. Okay? So, but Oprah's going to be a little. Oprah Oprah be trying to catch people like Tony Braxton and them. But she might be a little bit more gentler in this case. Okay? You know, you remember that bad interview she did years ago with Tony Braxton? It was terrible. She was trying to catch her up. Why, why are you buying certain silverware when she went bankruptcy? Side, that's just a sidebar. Anyway. But Oprah be trying that shit too. But Gail really be trying it. So my thing, Carly, is get it. Do an interview with someone who will be understanding yet tough. But you don't have the right after you used up these used up resources, used up the people on the internet praying for you, talking it for you, helping you. You don't deserve 
to sit on your ass quietly and send out a lawyer to do some talking. You need to take full responsibility for your ish. And that starts with getting on television with your lawyer and apologizing to people face to face. You was grown enough to lie. Your your ass is grown enough to get on. You was grown enough to be wandering off into the funky, into the woods. And you got to be crazy as hell to do that because she wandered, allegedly she wandered off in that. You see the video, it looked like she wandered off into the trees. You, you, anybody crazy enough to wander off in the trees in the middle of the night and just start walking and leave her car and her keys and all that stuff and playing this stuff out for 49 hours, gone for 49 hours? Anybody who do that is, man, you bold enough to get your ass on television and apologize to everybody. Take some responsibility. Now, your life ain't over, okay? It's going to be a long time for people to forget, but your life ain't over. You can you can rebound and change up the scenario. But this is terrible. Terrible. And see, that tell you how people are today. She's 25, and he telling us don't cyber bully, telling people don't cyber bully her. But her little ass is high and ain't taking no responsibility and sent the lawyer out to tell, yeah, she's my client, lied about this. No, you bring your little ass to the press conference and say, tell about what you done lied about. And why you done lied about it. When it's people out here with children missing for real and hurt and sad because some of them didn't get their child back and you up here playing games. Little helper, it's crazy. Cause she allegedly something happened with her boyfriend. People, people, wow! Y'all acting like y'all, y'all acting like y'all can't get nothing else. Y'all acting like this. It be, it be the end with some of these dudes. Y'all be doing some wild stuff. I mean, you don't. If this is true that allegedly the rumors were that it was something about had to do with her getting her boyfriend's attention, if that's a true rumor, that's crazy as hell. Wow, y'all some thirsty little girls. That's right. That ain't that. That's wild. Crazy story. Unbelievable. Okay. This is an interesting story I saw this week. It says, forensic scientists who helped O.J. walk free by questioning the handling of blood evidence fabricated evidence in another murder trial the court finds. Listen, they always trying to find some reason for O.J. Simpson to be guilty. It is one of the crazy... I have never seen white people so upset about a court case. My personal opinion, this is my personal opinion, you can be angry all day. I don't tend to think like the rest of the people. I watched the court trial when I was in the 90s from the beginning to the end. I heard it. Most people don't hear, didn't watch. That's one of the first court TVs. Most people didn't watch the trial. There was reasonable doubt, a lot of it. Shit. Nobody, don't really nobody know who killed her ass. Shit. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's my personal opinion. He got found not guilty. 
In landmark ruling on Friday, federal judge found renowned forensic scientist Henry Lee, one of the witnesses who testified to get O.J. free, liable for fabricating evidence in a murder case that resulted in the wrongful conviction of Ralph Ricky Birch and Sean Henning, Radar Online has learned. And maybe the man was scared because y'all butchered his ish from before. Are y'all been after him for the longest? Because this is this this is a, this a, this society is crazy. They will hold. They they were so angry at OJ for just being successful, marrying this white woman. It was a lot of stuff there, you know. I I, I don't know. I I personally, my gut has always told me OJ didn't do that. I do believe somebody did do it. I got a feeling who did it too, but I don't think it was OJ. And there's a reason that I, there's a lot of reason that I don't think it was OJ. And I actually think the answer lies with the children. Because she, when you listen to this, this when you listen to her case, I mean, it just not that it can't happen, but that night it was very early. She put the kids to sleep. Kids, if you know anything about kids, you know you've been around little kids. They tend to not go to sleep when you tell them to go to sleep. So I always thought the kids may have something in their memory or know really who might have been that person. And then there were so many rumors on the Hollywood circuit going around about that situation. I just feel like this. One thing, the press, we were coming into a salacious time in the 90s, um, and people will hold on to their narratives no matter what, okay, because they want to sell paper. It feels good to say O.J. killed these people, to think O.J. was Superman with his old ass and and jumped the fence and slashed Nicole and that man, Ron Goldman, who was very young, throat. And muscular and stuff Like he did that shit by himself Like I always said Who What was happening Like while he was smashing Slashing her though Was he just sitting around Looking and waiting for it I'm next I never understood that No this is not I'm not trying to make light of that I just never understood it. Never, it, I couldn't have convicted him either I'm not saying he didn't do it I'm saying there was pretty A lot of evidence that he didn't I personally don't think he did And I'm one of the few people And there's a reason why There's reasons I have my reasons And there's a lot of people out there who don't But I actually believe the press had a narrative. The press, we were coming into a time in the 80s and the 90s, which you young kids don't understand, is the press was starting to be lucrative. You know, you had the emergence of cable news channels and things like that, court TV, all these things that would change the trajectory in a very scary way to me now of court cases and trials and who's innocent and who's guilty. You start to have crime cases on television like Nancy Grace and people like that tainting juries all over the place because they have access. They would have access to people all around the United States and some parts of the world, okay? So to me, you were tainting potential jurors in the United States. And at that time, a lot of these TV courts and stuff like that, they weren't uh, are these cable news channels. They were turning into pundits. It was turning into opinion pieces and not reporting the news from a, a, a glaze of, of, of um, uh, non-bias. You know, it was very biased, okay? And so, and the news was for profit, okay? Now, I remember when years ago I did this interview with um, – what was her name? 
uh, Apollonia, I believe was it. Ap- not my astrologist, but it was another. Uh, she was she's a big crime. Uh, uh, let me see. I have to look her up. Uh, see if I can find. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know. Did I have that right? Um, up her name here. I don't know if I have her name right. Um, gosh, what was her name? I'm going to find it, y'all, just a second here. I'm looking it up. I believe it was true crime that uh, she hosted. God, I hate that I can't remember her name. Nancy Grace. This is just making me mad that I can't remember her name. I think it was Apollonia, though. Um, but she was she was host of a lot of true crime uh, um, uh, shows early on, and she went out to prove that Michael Jackson, um, Aphrodite. Oh God, I'm saying Apollonia. Aphrodite Jones. Okay, Aphrodite Jones was a big crime show host, one of the first ones, like Nancy Grace and stuff like that. Uh, she did a lot of cable crime, true crime stories and stuff like that. She, Aphrodite, Aphrodite was one of my early uh, interviews on this show. I mean, came on during the Michael Jackson times and everything to update Michael Jackson fans and stuff about uh, about uh, the Michael Jackson case. And Aphrodite told me a very powerful thing. She She went out to... Proved that Michael. She thought Michael Jackson was totally guilty of during that time of what he had been accused of, and she was on the case to prove that Michael Jackson was guilty. But Aphrodite said the more she got into the case, and the more that she started to realize, a lot of her peers were saying didn't have any proof or anything. She said, "There's no proof. This guy did any of this or whatever." And a lot of the news channels. Not only was there a let me just say this, a Hollywood machine against Michael, allegedly. But there was also the press wanting to uh, wanting to find him guilty because the profit was in the guilt. She told me that the profit was in the guilt. The profit was in the idea of, at this man, you're watching a train where you're watching a trial, a salacious trial, and is he guilty? So everything from the cable news channels would come out in a time where news would start being for profit would come out as, oh, uh, guilty to slant towards a guilty verdict. Very, it was, it was, when you, it was crazy, okay? And then when a lot of these cases, like Michael Jackson would get found not guilty, or OJ, people say, it's because he bought the best 
uh, defense attorneys and all that stuff. Money can buy. They make people feel guilty for having money to buy defense attorneys. You know, it's kind of crazy, okay? But the truth was it was just good-ass defense attorneys who found holes in the prosecution's cases. You didn't have a good case. Right? And and, and and you couldn't go up to against some lowly uh 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 public defender who didn't know they shit. You were going up against pure hardcore court guys, trial defense attorneys. And so and then so people were saying people was like in OJ's trial saying the jury was dumb because they was all black women. No, they wasn't. They whoever you know, black women are able to see through smoke. And Chris Rock is a little bit a part of that too because he came out with this narrative that changed the trajectory of that too. But my personal opinion, I never thought OJ did it. I think OJ loves to play to that. I think OJ plays to it because everybody thinks he's guilty. Everybody thinks he's this and that. But if you look at that case and you read up on it, you will come away with the idea. It used to be like Paul Mooney used to say, what y'all think? Y'all must think OJ super nigga. That's what <laughs> Paul Mooney used to say. He must be super nigga. OJ went and got a taco and everything, came back, jumped the fences, and sliced two people's neck. I mean, it was, and he was older at the time, not as young as Ron Goldman. You know what I'm saying? My personal opinion is there There was a, two witnesses uh, in that case that people don't love to talk about. One of them had passed away, and I think since years later, there was another one on the, in the neighborhood who saw men running from that house that night. They were only one people looking out the window. People love to ignore them. That was one of the things Johnny Cochran brought up in the case. Johnny Cochran was a hell of a lawyer. He wasn't a bad lawyer. He was one of the best. So he they that was part of the defense. It's not only they mishandled, LAPD mishandled a lot of the evidence, and they was known for doing wild stuff back in those days. But the press spent it like uh, everybody was crazy to ever say something like that because their profit was in the guilt, in my opinion. So they love to sell the salaciousness of the O.J. trial. Oh, O.J. was a black, this is this big black man who was who was so, wanting this white woman so bad he would kill anybody who was around her and I think oh, Nicole and him had been divorced so many. I mean, they had. I think he she had been seeing other people. If he was gonna kill, he probably would have killed her back in the. I mean, they. I mean, once you hear the story, it just never made sense to me. Okay, so um, but you see how press can turn around. Press can pursue, and since then we've had this terrible. Uh, I feel like terrible news uh, cycles. Um, and the news can make you think or believe anybody's innocent or guilty. You really have to go into and look at these court cases and stuff sometimes yourself to see something like this. But I'm not surprised they're, they're still coming after this man. Uh, they're saying the two men were sentenced for December 1st, 1985, killing of Everett Carr. The convictions were based in part of Lee's testimony regarding alleged bus stains found on the towel at the crime scene in New Milford, Connecticut. Birch Henning and uh, Felony's murder convictions were vacated in 2020, prompting them to federal to file a federal for wrongful conviction against Lee. Eight police investigators in the town of New Milford. Now, see, why would you? I mean, listen, forensic guys make mistakes. I don't believe. I don't like that precedence being set for somebody doing their job and can make a mistake. And maybe they, if you have a, that's why you have a several. Forensic people, if you if you can afford to get some of your own or something like that, but this is what this is to me was about OJ. They went after that man because OJ. Uh, but um, 
I actually believe that O.J. Simpson trial is one of the um, – it really shows so much of America's uh, frailness and racism and stuff like that. But I'm not surprised that they're still mad at this guy for getting O.J. out, okay? Off. And they still they want to go back and look at the case. Well, if they could try that case again, they would. That's why they had OJ in twenty. OJ OJ spent almost several fifteen was it fifteen to twenty years in jail for going for breaking and entry. It's like this. My grandfather years ago. Tell I'm gonna tell you a story. When I was a kid, my grandfather we was leaving to go somewhere, and there were some people who lived on the block, and they was kind of wild. You know, they they be breaking in people's houses and stuff like that. My grandfather saw them standing down the corner. And my grandfather said, I'm going to come home, get home here, back here. We're going to hurry up and do what we got to do. But I got a feeling about them, right? Come to find out they had broken into our house when I, we came back. I was a little girl. My grandfather, I had went to go get my p- little piggy bank or whatever. I had a little Mickey Mouse piggy bank. I still got it. <laughs> I'm a big Mickey Mouse fan, right? So I get my uh, piggy i like, they took my piggy bank money. <laughs> Pissed my grandfather off. My grandfather goes next door to the house because this is a, I mean to the people like on the in the neighborhood that had he thought had went his, their children their teenage sons had broke into the house. My grandfather kicks the door in of their garage, finds all a lot of our stuff. My grandfather was crazy. Okay, people were scared. Oh, it was wild. And the, and listen, the next door neighbor, the, the people who were the neighbor, they were the nicest, beautiful people. They they became like family to us. But my grandfather wasn't playing back in them days. He was like, uh-uh, you you got so long to bring back, and I'm about to, I'm gonna be you know busting ass. You know, my grandfather was wild. So he went to take his own. He started taking this stuff back out of their garage. And the and I remember the mom crying and apologizing and everything like that. Now. This is what O.J. Simpson essentially done in that case. There were people selling memorabilia, allegedly, that had been stolen, allegedly, from O.J. And so he went up there with a guard and a gun and all this stuff to try to get retrieve his stuff back. And they got him for armed robbery. I hate, that was, to, in my personal opinion, that was a that was a sentencing that was used because most people wouldn't get sentenced for that long, but they called themselves, I believe, in my personal opinion, trying to get back at him for that case, trying to put make him serve some time for what they perceived as a crime he got off of. And that is, it was so scary to me seeing that in America. No matter how much, you know, O.J. was whitewashed or we thought people thought O.J. was an Uncle Tom, the one thing I don't like to see is unfair, the justice system, which is all the time being used incorrectly, being used incorrectly to punish people for other crimes or other, or, because that gets scary, because then that means that there really is no justice for anybody. And they can use anybody to mess up on. So I always feel that case says so much about the American psyche and, and and as far as media is concerned, the change of the changing of the guard with media and press, uh, uh, cable news, profit news for profit, all the things that change so much regarding that case. So I'm not surprised that they're still. Um, 
attacking race. They still attack OJ, okay? Just, and, and, and there's not, not, and we're also talking the racial dynamics of the case and stuff like that too. But it, you know, it is what it is, okay? I'm one of the very few people in the world that don't believe that, okay? Okay, so. This week, Tiffany Haddish has been talking about child, her breakup with Common. Was it mutual? Okay. She said that man dumped her over the phone. Mm-mm-mm. You Pisces are something else. You, when Pisces, let me talk about Pisces, okay, because Common's a Pisces, I believe. Remember when he's all in love with Erica Badu? Badu, is your eye still green, girl? Really <laughs> make that whole video. What's the fun uh, cover to me, baby? Uh, that's your love one, dude. Uh, well, who's that girl singing in, in the video? Mary J. Blige, uh, that son. And he's sitting outside. It's one I love the video. It's one of my favorite videos. But the deaf girl, he's he's in the we singing. You know, he rapping to the deaf girl in the room. He says, "Your eyes still green, girl." I say, "Is this an Erica Badu song? You knew about Erica Badu." That's how Pisces get when they be in love. Like Erica Badu, like she's like. <laughs> She was another Pisces. She, she, she could take it. Because she, she was really in love with Erica Badu. <laughs> Tiffany, I don't know if he felt the same way. I don't know if he was just out here having some fun. I don't know what was going on. Okay? I don't know, Tiffany. But I, I know Pisces, they come at you hard and then, you know, try to dump you uh, unceremon- I mean, ceremoniously, like something wild, like over the phone or something. <laughs> But let's say, okay, here's according to TMZ.com, it says, Tiffany Haddish says comments claims their breakup was amicable is bullshit. She claims it was anything but, and that he dumped her with a phone call. The actress comedian dished to WAPO about her version of what went down when they went their separate ways in late 2021. After a year of dating during the pandemic, a month after they split, Common went on record calling it a mutual thing. He also said, the lifting of COVID restrictions made them grow apart, and he felt they were, weren't were feeding the relationship, even though he had fond memories of their time together. Well, Tiffany remembers things a little differently, especially on how it ended. According to her, it was actually Common who started to drift away, as she claims he failed to her, invite her to a number of events they could have gone to as a couple ahead of their uncoupling, including his own birthday party. Damn. That's some cold. That's some Piscean shit, too. Y'all be doing that. <laughs> that. You know, when Pisces do that, though, they mean they really, it's something they didn't like. Because, you know, sometimes when they, they be trying to be overly romantic, they do, they be trying to do, like, they be trying to do, they they try to do the mostest. <laughs> you know, you got a Pisces or anybody with Pisces and they try like me like that, they really try. It's your, but they can, and it can be all a loop. Remember, it's Neptune. Remember, the Pisces are Neptunian. So that's why a lot of sometimes Pisces can be players. You know what I'm saying? Or they got that Mars and Pisces. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what that is. You know, they can, be, they can be romantic. They can lay it on thick. You know, dedicate songs to you, like comment, but see, Erica Badu's, Erica Badu's like, I'm Neptunian too, you ain't gonna pull that bullshit with me. Your ass still green, girl, she went, she, she, she had him on lock. <laughs> but Tiffany, Tiffany couldn't see, Tiffany, Tiffany couldn't see the BS, okay? 
he probably overly romanticized Tiffany during the pandemic because, you know, it's the pandemic, and he probably projected on Tiffany and created some romance so he wouldn't be alone during the pandemic. Because <laughs> wasn't he going with, uh, what's the girl, what's the girl's name? What's her name? He was going with Angela Rye one time. Angela Rye, that's Scorpio said, I done had just about enough. Like you said, Scorpios and Pisces and so many. Scorpios be like, bullshit. <laughs> it depends on what kind of Pisces you are. You know what I'm saying? Because Pisces is different. They like they are like us a whole. It depends on what you got that Pisces in. Pisces can be a trip to, to the so, so that Angela was probably like, ooh, I done had enough of this. And so he went over there to Tiffany allegedly had it, okay? So Tiffany probably bought into that hook, line, and sinker. What is she a Sag? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm looking at her chart. Okay. Yeah. She bought into a hook line to see her. Listen. She pissed about that too. She got a lot of Scorpio in her show. She's pissed. She's pissed. She don't like what he. She don't like the way he rode. And she probably don't like that he's with Jennifer Hudson allegedly in these streets. That the rumors are he run around here with Jennifer Hudson. Okay, she's trying to warn Jennifer on the low low. Like watch him, watch his Piscean romantic ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Tiffany said, "Hey, he didn't even invite her to his birthday party." It says, uh, T.H. also says this. It wasn't mutual. It was more him saying, I think this relationship has run its course. And I was like, okay, damn. Ooh, he really did like what? Ooh, ooh, really didn't like you. Ooh, Tiffany, what did you do? Like, you going to be a 50-year-old single man, okay? Oh, my God. He'd rather be single than Tiffany be bo- Tiffany. He's a Pisces. Pisces can not all Pisces, but a lot of Pisces can be doing that. My daddy's a Pisces. My daddy's a Papa was a rolling stone. Pisces can be players. Yes, he can. What do you think? There's the romantics of the zodiac. Not all of them. You got good Pisces, really sweet ones who are so romantic and so loving. They're faithful and loyal. But then you got the players. And they're romantic too, and they sing, boy. <laughs> but they be romantic to everybody. <laughs> That's common. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, poor Tiffany. Tiffany, you got shit. You got you. You got put in. You got put on, man. Mm mm. Oh, man, this is cold. The one thing they seem to be on the page about when it was good, it was great. Both Tiffany and Common have characterized the bulk of their relationship as healthy and mature, but they're speaking different language when it comes to how it was finished. Wow. I, you know, I've heard rumors. I don't know. I've heard other rumors about Tiffany Haddish, too, with other people, celebrities. So I won't say no names. I heard once whenever you try to come at her, she was like, you was the devil. <laughs> Allegedly. That's why I heard that. You said, 
anyway, but I'm just saying, you know, listen, I don't know. And her having that stash. Okay, so let me look at her. She has that. What she has that sun and stash. She's really oh, at ten. She's like cusp and Scorpio kind of. Moon and Gemini. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, he got her. La, la, la. Mm. I see it, child. And Tiffany, you can be prone to players, okay? You got to be careful because, I mean, even being a Sagittarius woman, you like freedom and stuff like that, but you can be prone to get players, okay? Um yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. yeah so I, I'm I'm not surprised what that was gonna, and I'm not surprised she's still mad. <laughs> okay, Tiffany Haddish, heal, heal, Tiffany, heal. Now, one thing I'll say about Tiffany is a lot of her audience, she's turned a lot of her audience off with the last stuff that was going on. It wasn't just you know this whole thing that happened with the with the kids incident. But it was also beforehand she had a bad comedy uh, show in Miami, allegedly, and people hated that. People started to not like some of the movies she was doing, thinking she wasn't so funny and stuff like that. And so Tiffany has had a hard time getting back into the good graces of the people. But if you notice, she got the know and the insight in Hollywood. She's still in the good graces of Hollywood. So in my opinion, that keeps them pushing her. And this is why we're hearing more about the breakup with Common and stuff like that because Tiffany is trying to show, you know, hey, I'm I'm relatable, I'm a regular girl like you, I have breakups, I have things going on, stuff like that. I think she's trying to do a Kiki Palmer, but it's not quite working because the people are upset with her, but the people in Hollywood really like her and are still trying to push it. So it's very interesting. What we'll see with what we seeing with Tiffany Haddish, okay? Very interesting. Um, and the talking about comment, all right? So uh, let's talk about just hilarious, okay? Okay, you know, should I take a break first? Okay, I need to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about just hilarious and this whole thing about uh, transgender women versus. Uh, biological women. I hate to say cisgender myself because I don't feel like that's right. I hate when people say that. I am a biological woman, and listen, we got the stripes <laughs> for it, okay? So we're going to talk about that and more when I get back on the CC show, plus the City Girls situation that rolling out with Carisha's son, and we'll talk about Beyonce and all of that, okay? Meanwhile, let's get, listen to some Mary Jane Girls one of my favorite ones all night long. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment. Hey, boy. Would you meet me on the roof tonight? I got a surprise for you.
the Mary Jane girls with All Night Long. I love that one. That is one of my favorite songs. Rick James did that, okay? <laughs> you know, I was talking about, when I was at home, I was talking about how I used to love the Mary Jane girls when I was young. Yes, I did. Child, we didn't even know how that stuff we would sing. <laughs> my song was, We Love the Boys. I used to love that take off song. Oh, I love when you love the boys. It hurting on the inside. That's my joint. Okay, with, with Mary Jane girl, Mary Jane girl who was in my house. What, what was we didn't know we were singing that. <laughs> we was wild, but we loved us. I love Mary Jane girls. Okay, it's the CT show. I'm Carlotta. We are back on. Uh, late night hot topics, and I'm trying to give y'all a show because I didn't give y'all one to see. But let's get into Jess Hilarious. A lot of people are coming at Jess, agreeing 100%, and a lot of women are agreeing with Jess 100%. But it says, Jess Hilarious and T.S. Madison have heated exchange after comedian reacts to a trans woman saying cis women don't own womanhood and periods. Comedian, no, we just have it. We just are it. It says, comedian Jess, this is according to jasminebrand.com, says comedian Jess Hilarious received mixed reactions to recent comments she made about the trans women community. I don't think she received mixed reactions. There's a lot of women that are uh, coming that are coming to her defense. It says, while reading to a video of what seems to be a transgender woman discussing cis, naturally born women, not having ownership of a administration of womanhood, the Internet personality sparked a huge online debate and prompted a response from trans activist T.S. Madison. Okay, so let's listen to what Jess had to say real quick, okay? What I mean when the transphobia just comes out, the audacity and just the, the, the arrogance for cis women to believe that they own period, that they own womanhood, you don't, okay? You don't own periods. You don't own womanhood. You experience both, and both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you, so you can't gatekeep it. Like, hello? Hello. Who the fuck is going to stand up for us? <laughs> Who the fuck stands up for us? And us, I mean women, real women, biological women, women who were born with all the parts that you guys wish that you were. Um, when does the delusion stop? What is the difference between um, you and someone who has been um, diagnosed to be mentally insane. The only difference is you don't have a straitjacket on. Stop talking out your fucking ass. Wake up. How are you projecting your anger on real women? Because we are the gatekeepers. We are the gatekeepers for periods. We're the only ones that fucking bleed, honey. We're the only ones that can give birth. We make y'all people. We make y'all. Y'all come from us. You can't be us. You will never. You're chasing something you'll never, ever get. You'll never be that. Like, hello? Okay. I I 100% agree with uh, Jess Hilarious, uh, and I'm going to talk about that, and this is no offense to trans women, but I got to say I agree. Uh, And then it says, all the drama again following Jess Hilarious born Jessica Moore, 31. That's the person you saw in the, heard in the video before. And then Jess responds, who the fuck is going to stand up for us? And um, uh, it says, uh, some seem to strongly agree with Jess pointing out that there seems to be a growing tension between trans and cisgender women due to their desire to discredit the truth about what a woman is. 
while others felt the wild and outstars response was ignorant, stating they just didn't take time to understand fully the trans woman's point, accusing her of uh, her of only responding to clickbait. Being well raised is about respecting people in every room you walk into. They were born before you walked in. Uh, they were there before you walked in. Don't be arrogant. Be respectful. Give women due respect they deserve for birth and nations, and we women will in turn support your journey. It doesn't have to be a competition. It would never be. Uh, and this is from Idea AC, and I don't know who it is. Uh, okay, let me see. What is the thing about T.S. Madison? Uh, just as one user predicted reality TV star T.S. Madison, also known as Maddie 45, surely did enter the conversation, seemingly reacting to just comment about the real women. The LGBTQ activist tweeted, there are so many real women that get mistaken for being transgender women, and that's where a lot of the anger comes from. I do hope they take a good look at how transphobia affects all women. Um, in the response, a comment store posted a picture of Maddie to her Instagram story with the caption, you the last one that needs to be fucking playing when we keep that phony shit over there. Uh, Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, the comment triggered a few final thoughts from Maddie, who then posted a video of Jess previously be, admitted to being mistaken for a trans woman. It doesn't matter that she was mistaken. A lot of dudes, people do that because some women have trans uh, strong features, but that has uh, uh, that doesn't mean they're men. Wendy Williams often gets mistaken, <laughs> and she's a woman. Okay, it doesn't still change anything. But she says, let me make one thing here. I've stood up and fought for tooth and nail for black women. I have put a lot of black women on, used my platform to uplift black women as well, let it known be that I am not a female, but I am a black trans woman. So I'm addressing this such as such. Let me put a a at on it. At just hilarious. I have a, never disrespected you nor came out publicly when you said when you said sideways shit I didn't like. I inbox you. Your mouth don't put no fear in my heart because you're the only bitch that can put a put a read on the floor. So if it's up, then it's up. But as a grown individual, I don't want to go that route because that's not going to solve none. But we can. I'm all day with it. Now, I posted what I said because what came out your own experience. Every trans woman and real woman unite on some good shit. You, you know the blogs ever posting or talking about it. The moment one individual offends you, you automatically group us all in the mix. I clearly know that only females have periods and uteruses. I don't know, because they've been making pads. I thought they was going, they, they made some way for y'all medically to have periods because they've been making pads for y'all talking about y'all need to, y'all, y'all, so y'all be wearing pads pretending that you bleeding? <laughs> no. Oh, my God, that is, that's where we're coming into some wild stuff. I didn't know that. I, I was confused. Remember I talked about last week, a couple of weeks ago, about them making pads. I'm like, they can do that? I mean, are they? I thought it was something they medically induced or something. I don't know who the hell would want to, to – to, that's one of the toughest things that we women do. <laughs> you know, I actually think, though, that God made – anyway, I, let me just say this, okay? Um, let me just say this. Let me – I'm 100% with Jess Hilarious. And what has happened to Hollywood? This is just like when this, uh, that, I think it was Saucy Santana or somebody who, what's the Saucy do about feminine, femininity? Saucy, 
I'm going to look it up. Uh, he said, uh, uh, he says, stay in your lane, Shari. Uh, but he, I think he was the one. He said, um, he said that uh, that gate. I don't know what he was saying. That they they set the rules on. Um, wait. I think I forget what exactly he said, but he said something about. Uh, um, I can't. Uh, uh, dang, I hate that I cannot remember. But he said something about that it was gay uh, men or gay, I mean, or uh, transgender people kind of setting the the thing for. Uh, okay, I think he said gays run the. What is this he said? Gays, he said, Saucy Santana called massaging, massaging Nora after saying gays are the blueprint, okay? Uh, during a Juneteenth weekend performance in Dallas, uh, Texas, this is from uh, Madame Noray, Saucy Santana shouted the gay community between the sons, block them like a dog. Rapper explains to the audience that gay men are the blueprint. One time for the LGT in this bitch. He told the audience, because I want you to know gays run the motherfucking world, bitch. When these hoes need their hair done, they call gays. When these hoes need a stylist, they call the motherfucking gays. When them hoes need their motherfucking faces done, they call the gays. And when they need their advice about their dog-ass baby gays, they call the gays. This is not true. Not for the majority of women outside of Hollywood. Hollywood does not set the standard. The majority of women, I guarantee it, most of the women I know go to female beauticians. They get their faces done by females. No, I'm serious. It's a Hollywood thing, uh, an industry thing. You run the industry. And it is a lot of females. That's why I always tell people to be careful following females in the industry because a lot of them help us got to do some shit, strange shit for some change, okay? But the real deal is a lot of females support other females. It's, it's only a Hollywood and fashion thing. And this is no diss to gay males or to uh, if you have a gift for fashion or if you have a gift for doing faces and stuff. But this guy was acting like that all women just don't. So we go to, we, you teach you teach us, he says, because we the motherfucking blueprint to this bitch. No, they're not. It was people, probably you were watching your moms and your aunties and your sisters and you're mimicking what you saw. You're not the blueprint. Most women outside of Hollywood usually support other support other women in terms of hair, makeup, face. It is Hollywood pushing this narrative that gay males are the best thing to go to for face. Gay males are the best thing to go to for hair. Gay males are the best. That's Hollywood. Gay males run fashion. That is 
Hollywood. And that's not saying that gay males don't have great fashion sense and don't aren't great designers and stuff like this. But I also can question some misogynistic things going on in that fashion industry. And how, and over the years of gay males have been running it, solidarity with women because what they tend to choose. So there has been this kind of talk of from people before about I don't have to fight for women. This is this is something, and this is why I want most women. And a lot of women are getting offended. They're getting mad. Like I saw it on on um, Jasmine Brand on Shade Room. A lot of people, women were defending just just hilarious because they're like, it's going too far. What's going too far is because a lot of you guys, a lot of women in the just a normal everyday world follow celebrity women who are putting up on a pedestal a lot of, of transgender stuff and everything in order to be in. And, this, and listen, and so a lot of women are fighting the fight for transgender women, a lot of Hollywood women. And, that, and, and it's not that people don't want to treat you fairly and stuff like that. It's just we have a disagreement about what a real woman is. That's like Beyonce. Beyonce, I'm let me give y'all a little bit of truth, okay? Because I'm, I'm going to talk about Beyonce in a minute here anyway. Beyonce, what she made Renaissance for her Uncle Johnny, who was a gay male. This is one of the albums that Beyonce has hardly promoted. I said what I said. She ain't made no videos. She ain't made no this and that. She just threw that shit out there. And she act like she mad about it. And then she go on tour. She on tour. She got a lot of uh, people dancing, uh, LGBTQ and stuff like that. But I don't know if that something she she's using to stay in good graces in that industry because there are a lot of people who are in control of that industry and, and who operate that way, and they're trying to set standards throughout the world. But here's my thing. Real women are not buying that they are cis. Real women are just real women. We just biologically, when we didn't have to have no operation, we didn't have to have nothing cut out. We have reproductive organs, most of us. We bleed. You can't take that. You won't take it. Your experience is not the same as my experience. It never will be. Every woman has their individual journey, but most of us still share common traits. Women are a culture. It is crazy and insane. You're a real woman. In my personal opinion, what really the anger is about is that there, to me, I believe there's some sort of anger because you can't just be a woman. You have to constantly define yourself as trans, especially in relationships you go into. Because these men out here will go off because they don't, a lot of men don't want, there's a lot of men who do, especially in Hollywood, who will date transgender women and stuff like that. That's a lot of that in Hollywood, okay? But in the real world, most men, there's a lot of men out here, too, that'll do it. But most men, real straight men, don't pay. They don't like that. And you got to tell them you're a man. If not, you might put yourself in danger. And I think that's what you hate. And so you'd rather uh, to have no distinction. 
But there is a distinction. I'm not talking about Madison. She has always distinguished herself as a trans woman. But I'm talking about there is a a growing thing, sentiment, happening in the transgender community about women not, you know, this this whole thing to compete with real women and to kind of call real women not real women. It's, It's crazy. And it's nuts. And let me just remind you, women are the biggest supporters, especially them Hollywood girls. But if real women out here in these streets start going the other way, that shuts down any kind of uh, movement you got going. You have to learn to work with real women. Or there is no transgender women movement. Some of the biggest supporter of women have been, and, and uh, transgender women and gay men have been women. And now women are starting to understand, wait a minute, maybe we did too much, because now you're trying to sound like you think you mean. And when really people are just saying, hey, you got the right to be who you want to be, regardless of what we feel about. There's a lot of people don't agree with with transgender, some people who agree, some people who don't. But this is crazy. This is starting to be crazy talk. Nutty talk. Talking about we, we calling people with the vaginas, the women with the extra hole. There's, there's no extra hole. We got what we supposed to have. We women. And this isn't to diss you. It's just a reminder of that you come into this journey of womanhood by choice. We were born that way. You get to you you have this experience by your own choice. Even if you say, Well I felt like a woman all the time, I've never not felt like a woman, but you didn't have the woman body course. You didn't have the woman physicality. And you had to change up things to get that, okay? And we don't know that experience. That's something way different than what we are. We didn't have no choice. Our gender is what it is. So it's crazy to think you can have your experience is the same as ours. That's crazy. And anybody who defends that is crazy. I'm 100% in agreement with Jess Solaris, and it's misogynistic for men to come over and start, people who were men, to come over and try to and start to try to run, run womanhood. That's wild. This is the twilight. Do we really are living in the twilight zone? It is the twilight zone. And I want to say to most women in, in America who live in your regular lives and you going every day and stuff like that, you know, some of us have great beauticians, you know, have had great beauticians that have been men and women. But let me explain something to you. Quit following Hollywood females' narratives. That gay males are better at different things and stuff like that. They are not saying that the gay males aren't good at doing hair, gay males aren't doing this and that, but quit buying the narrative 
that uh, that we that women can't aren't, aren't great. Most of us have most female beauticians. Celebrate your your fit your women beauticians. Celebrate your women makeup artists. Celebrate women fashion designers. Women in the fashion industry. The problem is that we've let a lot of these Hollywood girls go up in there and lift up, up all kind of weird shit. And I ain't saying being gay, gay males and and, and, and and transgender people and stuff like that is weird, but I'm saying some of y'all think weird. And some of y'all be on some weird shit and be on some takeover shit and trying to force people in shit, into weird thoughts and weird ideas and stuff like that. Listen, no, there are great male makeup artists. There are great female makeup artists. Gays don't have the lock on that. They're not the gatekeepers of that. Only in Hollywood, you the gatekeepers. But that doesn't mean you're the gatekeeper for most women. That's what you. That's what most people would like. The Hollywood industry would love to put these type of things. They want Holly. They want the Hollywood to be the world. And that's why I'm just saying to women, this is a time I'm so glad to see there were a lot of women supporting just hilarious in her thoughts and understanding and seeing what's happening. It's not that we transphobic. It's not because we, we don't got to be transphobic. Ain't nothing to be just of. We real women. No transphobia here, okay? And we're not anti-gay. But we do. you do understand that women anoint you. Even the Hollywood women anoint you. It's women who steal the gatekeepers, even in Hollywood. Even though these Hollywood girls done lifted y'all up to their own uh, problems and demise sometimes. To hear Saucy Santana say some stuff that he said back in the day about this. It was still women who anointed you. It's still women who buy your fashion. It's still women who go get your, your makeup, they makeup done by you and they hair done by you. It's women who, they're the gatekeepers. And ladies, let's continue to do this and lifting up real women too. Because we got to understand that we, we, our experience is a genuine and it's a different experience. I'm not saying that yours is a genuine experience, it's that ours is different. It's the real bio. It's not different. Yours is different. Ours is biological. Real. You got a different experience. We don't have a different experience. We are what we are. And this is what I'm just trying to say, y'all. Say, say, say to y'all, don't get trapped in the idea of of not supporting women out here who are doing hair. Not supporting women out here who are doing makeup. I mean, we don't want all men taking over every industry. Women need to be more in the fashion industry. Nobody understands a woman's body better than a woman. That's why we got so much craziness going on up in the fashion industry. Why? Because you have men who identify with femininity, but they don't understand femininity because they're not feminine. And they're making clothes for certain sizes, and they're making this and that. it's It's very misogynistic. There's a lot of gay misogynistic men who women, who Hollywood women 
have opened up the door for them to gatekeep something. But it's time that we start saying, no, it'd be nice to see a, a, a woman running a woman in the fashion industry. A, a woman big design, time designer. Let's put several women up there. Like, let's, let's have more Coco Chanel. Time for this bullshit to stop. See, see, it's because you gay. You think because you you identify with some feminine. You think a lot of not all gay men, but a lot. So there's a lot of people out there who think, ah, oh, you know what? You know we can run this now. We're the blueprints for uh, when you hoes need your faces done. No, you're not. You think we don't know how to do our? Own? You don't think we need to know how to do our face? You don't think we we got? You know, we know women who can slay at doing facial things. Who taught you probably how to do with a woman? Get out of here. How'd you learn how to do? How'd you learn to be feminine? A woman? A real woman? Y'all better quit playing. This is ridiculous. This is nothing to argue about. Just, we, I stand 100% behind just hilarious, okay? What she said is what she said. And most women agree. And I say women, we've got to stop the narrative of letting men, even gay men, even trans men, trans women, just run our industries of beauty and fashion and getting advice, thinking they got the best advice. How a man going to tell a woman how to drink? Well, I'm tired. I'm tired. Ha. Ha, 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 ha. Some of y'all good at it, but we see the majority of what been coming out here. Okay. Let's get real. And a lot of us has allowed them to push crazy stuff on a lot of women. But maybe we need more real chicks up there. And I say quit listening to Hollywood girls because they delusional and trying to get the next job and try, they done gave away a lot of their power. Okay? A lot of them Hollywood girls that gave away their power, they just be, well, whatever the transgenders are, they set the standards. Yes, and, and for the beauty and fashion, they need to set the standards. And they just give away their power as women. You start diverting the feminine principle to men. Crazy. It's wild. Our men who want to be women, who change themselves to women, but are not completely that. And I look, listen here, I don't have no hate towards nobody. I got gay male friends, everything. I have these conversations. But they still mean. And the ones that trans and people who transgender, you a man, you was born a man, and you got to walk and learn this female, uh, 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 to learn to be a female energy. You have to mimic and watch female energy to become it.
going to just take some shots and get your boobs done and get your penis cut off and become a woman and put, take some hormones? No, you got to learn how to talk. You got to learn how to walk. All that energy comes from, from biological women are the gatekeepers. If you want to learn, that's how you learn. Now, maybe some of y'all have learned to do makeup really well and everything because you watched a biological woman. You watched how women dress. You watched women inspired you. But don't act like you got the, 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 the locks on women womanhood because you can do something well. It's a lot of chicks out here that can do it well, too. It's a lot of females that can make, do makeup just as well as you. But Hollywood loves to sell a narrative that all the gay boys and all the uh, trans boy, trans women and all that stuff is the only one who know how to do makeup in here. Child, that's a lie. Most women around this country who's doing, uh, who got beauty shops and stuff are female. Doing these lace fronts and weaves and braids and shit. And shout out to the men who's doing that. I ain't trying to diss you, but I'm just saying what it is. I'm trying to say somebody's setting a sense. That's crazy. Nutty. Nutty talk. Okay. Shout out to Jess Larry's again. Okay. I think she's on point. I thought she brought up a very good point. Okay. And I wanted to read that old thing from Fossey and Santana because I thought it had the same, it kind of has that same energy and vibe. And, you know, listen, we got to quit being scared to speak out of against crazy stuff. Crazy talk. I'm sure one day that God, if God sees fit for me to do something or something, get known in the public or whatever, they'll pull this this uh, this uh, tape. And listen, I don't mean to offend nobody, but I got my opinion. I say what I say, and I mean what I say. And if I have evolved in, I got, I got the right to evolve and change my mind, but I doubt it. Okay. And you can teach me something different, make me think differently, I'm open to it. But I, right now, I'm not open to it. I said what I said, and I said what I said. Jill Scott praises Beyonce after attending Renaissance World Tour in Chicago show. This is according to Yahoo.com. It says, Jill Scott may have never got to see some of the greats live, but she is basking in the fact that she got to witness Beyonce's greatness live and in color. Following the Renaissance World Tour, Chicago stops. The Philly native took to Instagram with her relatable reaction to the concert. I had to calm down and cool off because I just saw Renaissance Tour tonight. I saw my Beyonce gush the poet 51. Now, she also said something, and I agree with her. When I went to see the On the Run Tour, I really loved it. It was really good. It was one of my favorite tours. And Beyonce had way more energy on On the Run. And other, I've seen both On the Runs. And the ones before her regular solo tours before that, and I've seen a lot of Renaissance on these videos. Beyonce ain't got no energy right now. I don't care what y'all saying. But let me listen to Jill Scott right here because I got to say something about this real quick. I had to calm down, okay, cool off, fuck, because I just saw the Renaissance tour tonight. I saw my Beyonce. I didn't get a chance to see Michael Jackson. I had no money. I didn't get a chance to see James Brown. I didn't get a chance to see Tina Turner. But I got a chance to see Beyonce tonight. Oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> Phenomenal. 
an understatement. That vocal ability, the charisma, the honesty, sincerity on stage. I don't have a... And I can tell you didn't see none of them because you know Beyonce is subpar compared to all those people. I see it what I see. I see it. Even in her best. And I've seen a lot of it. I, I saw Michael Jackson. I saw Tina Turner. Two, three times. I saw, uh, 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 I see James Brown. I don't think I saw James Brown. But I saw uh, uh, all the greats. Okay, I've been waiting. Now, I like Beyonce's concerts and stuff. I've been away there. Without Beyonce has a lot of bells and whistles. I understand that. Bells and whistles all day. Okay. Just so, listen. Let me just say this. Okay. And I'm, I'm I'm saying this sincerely. I ain't no hater. I really y'all be thinking I'm a hater. I am not a hater. I don't. I call it as I see it. Okay. I have never seen Beyonce get on. She's like chill. Oh, Oh my God. She's never talked about her peers. Music. I I love it. They're so great. I went to see tonight. Such and such. Oh my God. She doesn't do that. She's an energy thief. I've said this time and time again. Just so in a lot of Jill's energy. Jill don't know it though. Jill don't know. I heard this wonderful story. I was watching this girl. Oh, I love her on YouTube. She has these wonderful uh, uh, witchy stories. Like she tells these stories about a crime that is being linked to occultism, and she tells these uh, stories. I forget this young lady's name, but, oh, my God, she's so good. She's on YouTube. Oh, gosh. She has some of the best shows. I'm trying to think, oh, what is her name? I got to see if I can pull it up and if I can pull it in her shows. Um uh, I'm going to see if I can pull her up. I don't know if I can. Uh, God, I hate that. I can't think of her name. Uh, but this young lady, she told this wonderful old school story. A lot of the women in the uh, in the uh, neighborhood used to, I mean, she said women in the, uh, the known women in the old days and stuff, would um would tell me see if I can find her in history because I really want to give her a shout out but I can't I don't know if I can find her in my history. But um she told this wonderful story about this this woman on the block in this neighborhood that these the old folks used to tell. It's not a real story, supposedly. There's a story they used to tell you about watching who you hung around or who you who you um who 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 'cause people sometimes uh, steal and spiteful energy, energy, right? Um, yes, her name is Black Witch Yaya. I think that's her name. Oh my, she tells great stories. Her name is Blake Witch, Blake Witch Yaya, right? Oh my gosh, she tell, she has some of the great, some really great stories, okay? But she tells this story about how this lady in this neighborhood was this old lady in the in the neighborhood, and all the kids she had a candy store in the neighborhood, and all the kids used to come around her store and everything. And this woman, she uh, uh, the evil candy lady. Oh my God, Can I, I want to. I let y'all hear a little. The associations with someone else that tried to taint your energy as a kid during your youth. And this can also happen in adult life as well. Some 
real-life examples, it may be you going to dinner. Of course, you want to know who all's there. Oh, Lisa's going to be there? If Lisa. Okay. But she tells the story. I, 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 you guys check her out. The Evil Candy Lady is the name of the uh, story, so you can hear it in its entirety. It's Blake Witch Yaya. But she tell Blake, am I saying it right? Blake or Black Witch Yaya? I think it's Blake Witch Yaya. But listen, I think it's Blake. But listen, she tells the story about how the kids in the neighborhood would come to her house. Everybody thought she was so friendly, and she was such just a nice lady, and she looked real youthful. She looked really, really good for her age, right? And so what she was doing is when the kids would come and play and everything, she would sit outside and soak up all their energy from them playing. She was she was taking from the youth, she was draining the kids in the neighborhood of their energetic. Ah, I don't want to tell you that to stop. Hey, I'm telling y'all, I ain't said, I ain't told y'all that Beyonce was dealing with this energy lady. I, I would actually go to this energy lady and listen to what she got to say because that she, she, that energy lady who was in Jay Z's video, y'all was kind of witch. No, she's about that energy life, okay. So she would this in in the story, this woman would take up all the energy of these young kids and stuff like that, and they family didn't uh, the family didn't understand that she was feeling. So they saw all types of little knickknacks. Let's see, I'm gonna try to pull. They get done playing around her backyard, swimming, laughing, jumping, skipping. Unless I hear a little. Go in her backyard. You know how you're supposed to ground yourself to bury your feet in the sand. She would do that, but just think about all that youthful energy that 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 was just spread across the backyard. Now she's soaking it in herself into the soil that just held all those young energies and she's doing the meditation to absorb that energy and to absorb her surroundings, which is a childlike energy, which helps with her youthful look, her mobility. Sometimes she will take the dirt from her backyard after they get done playing and she'll make it into a mud to do a mask to put it on her joints to keep her joints moving and lubricated. If she's having any pain after they get done playing, she'll mix it up with some herbs and like energy for their own self gain when it comes to spell work due to the fact that you know when you do spells your energy has to be right your emotions have to be high you want to make sure you focus your attentive there's no higher energy than a child's energy they're innocent they haven't been tainted but who would harm kids in general you see how many monsters are out there so just imagine it. okay so she's talking about how the lady would ground herself and she would use um the energies of the kids. This is what Beyonce and them do, Gina. That's why you got invited to the tour. It's just my personal opinion. I'm not saying this is Carlotta one-on-one's personal opinion, alleged. But this is what I feel Beyonce and them do. Most artists do this, okay? Most artists will – you know when you're in a concert and an artist, when you go out to see an artist, if the concert is dead, if the audience is dead, the artists, artists sometimes have a hard time because they want to – absorb the energy from the audience. Now, Jill, when you go to there, see, because, Jill, you don't understand who you are. See, you looking up to girls like Beyonce, but girls like Beyonce actually look up to you and don't want to give you your credit. She'll secretly, she'll sing your song in concert like she's giving a dedication to you, but she won't say nothing about you on her life. She's going to say something nice probably. Like, send Miss Tina to do. Okay, but... She she'll do, but she because she's absorb absor- she wants the energy of what you have. See, I gotta get this. Beyonce didn't pay the price to be Eugene. She didn't pay the price to sing about you know. Let's take a long walk around the block after dark to sing high intelligent music. 
she she sings pop. She sings I'm bad bitch. I'm the bar. She's alien superstar. She she wants you to come and praise her because she gets legitimized through you. Oh, I like your Scott. Your Scott is that I'm great. Right. She won't say that about you. I'm public. But you can definitely use now she will. But she wouldn't she hasn't said it about none of her peers. She ain't giving y'all none of that because she's um she's the old lady in the she's the old lady with the candy store. She's a, she's out there. When y'all come to her tours and stuff, she take all that shit in. When y'all wear Ivy Park, she take all that shit in. Even if y'all getting paid for it, she's taking all that shit. She's taking your energy. Your energy is used to sell her product. She would never put on your shit. She ain't giving you her energy. Oh, Gia, you try to wear and put out something and ask her to come do it. Oh, now she's going to do it. Chloe, she didn't even promote your album. She stole your energy for the, for the for my personal opinion, for the Renaissance tour. That's why you've been flopping all over the place. Oh, y'all better understand what y'all doing. This is Carlotta's uh one this is Carlotta one on one's opinion. I'm just telling you how I see. This ain't no girl who comes out and says, Here she got two art she got an artist out here. She's seeing little flowers. <sighs> she you know, like she's seeing Chloe flowers or somebody like that. But she don't get on and brag on her artist. She don't use her she don't use her platform enough. She let Miss Tina do. But she don't want to give up none of her energy for y'all because she ain't got no energy. She's stealing from y'all. That's my personal opinion. And y'all get on here and be like, Beyonce, Beyonce, because y'all enthralled by her looks and all that stuff like that. And she's that lady that's dancing in that, that they talked about in that, that show that I forget what that name that movie was. But Beyonce is the, the evil candy lady, allegedly. That's my thought. Okay? She likes the candy lady. She's just standing in all y'all energy afterwards. Oh, Jill Scott is just loved me. Jill Scott has just said I'm great. Jill Scott. And she's taking all that in because you you legitimize her, Jill. You come on in. Because she really wants to be you. You up there talking about wishing you was probably skinny. I'm not, no, no, I'm just saying what you probably wishing. You probably looking at her, all the hair and something. Oh, damn, she bad. She well, my fiance, my fiance. <laughs> but she ain't. She she really want to be you, Jill. She she don't want to be her. It costs to to be her. She can't. She she really would love to be like you and Day and all them. But y'all didn't take the bait. See, y'all decided to be a little bit real. You decided. You know. You said, Hey, I want to sing about a little bit more. And just, you know, yeah, I sing about sexy stuff and all that stuff, too. But, you know, I want my music to come from a deeper place. Beyonce didn't make that choice. She made the choice to be famous. I see what I said. I see. No, 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 we got to tell the truth here. I like Beyonce, but it is what it is. And she didn't make the, she didn't, she didn't say, you know, I'm going to take, I'm, you know, I'm going to slow, I'm, yeah, my career might not be as big, or it might not be as this and that, but, you know, uh, 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 I'm going to sing the music I love. She, like, Solana sings a lot of, you know, stuff like Jill Scott and them and everything and all that stuff, but new, like, so, Beyonce wants to, re, Beyonce sees now, maybe that was a better way because people kind of just think of me as some big, like, a pop star. They don't really see me that deep. I want to be a legacy. I want to be like Sade, 
right? But because, so what her thing is, is to get you to come and praise her so you can put her in that category, even though she didn't pay the price that you pay. And you give her that energy when you like, Bobby, instead of just coming on and saying, oh, my God, I, I got to see the Renaissance tour tonight. I enjoyed it profusely. You know, I said times, I, 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 went, I gave her love when she, she did the college thing. But she ain't feel no energy with me. Hey, I just gave her what I give what I give. I get, I gave her love after the on the run too, feeling my energy because I understand who, what you are. But she ain't giving out no love. She ain't gonna get on her thing tonight and start talking about how bad Jill Scott is, cause she give that energy right back to you. You ain't gonna catch the say fangirling over nobody. Now, she'll dress, you know when she dressed up like salt and pepper and little kid? That's because she was still in energy too then. That's my personal belief. Okay? She wants to make you think, yeah, I do admire these people, but no, putting on those clothes kind of gives an energetic feel too, okay? But y'all, when she was sending y'all them boxes, them Ivy Blue, Ivy Park boxes, and they was paying y'all and all that stuff to do that, she would never, I don't believe Beyonce would ever advertise on the y'all shit. I see what I see. No, because her and Jay-Z are just talking of y'all energy. See, Carrie Hilton peaked gang. Carrie Hilton peaked gang. Carrie Hilton peaked gang. But she, her problem was Carrie Hilton showed them that she peaked gang. You know, Carrie Hilton was like, when they came up to Carrie Hilton, they was asking about Beyonce. Carrie Hilton knew they was trying to... Oh God! Yeah, and, and, and Carrie Hilson, the problem is they 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 was able to check Carrie Hilson, out. but Carrie Hilson understood that this was that 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 you know, I understand what the game is. If I if I up this person, they they'll never get out here and say anything about they people, about other people. Beyonce back in the day may have said something about other artists, but Beyonce does not speak on other artists. She don't even put other artists out. She don't even promote her own artists with. Like after Chloe made an album, my ass would have been, I'm her, I'm her, supposed to be her mentor. Okay, Chloe, I want you to peep game. Okay, you, Beyonce's supposed to be your mentor. Okay, now this bitch would come on and she would post her own pictures up a thousand times a day. She fucked up. Just saying nothing. Just saying nothing. Just post a picture. Just take some pictures. But she won't, Miss Tina. Had to post up something about you, Chloe. You're supposed to be her artist. You out there making her money. Instead, you know, if you was my artist, I would have came on and be like, oh, my God. Y'all, have y'all heard Chloe's new album? Oh, my God, I'm so proud, Chloe. I'm so proud. I wouldn't send you no little flowers. And see, then when you show your little flowers online, look, Beyonce said, that's a form of energy. She getting energy back. But it really wasn't cool. She's just doing the bare minimum. Because what she got you out there, Chloe, for is to get she she had you garner up some some energy for the Renaissance too. That's quite a lot of the people. I'm just telling y'all how the evil candy lady works. Don't get mad at me. Okay, don't be trying to send no scales over this way. I'm just telling y'all what it is. Okay, maybe she don't even realize she doing it, but she is. I don't see her and Jay Z say nothing about their people. Nothing. 
and they invite y'all to that breakfast, that that uh, Remy thing to soak up you youth. You, that's that's a form of the evil candy lady too, in my opinion, because a lot of you young artists come there and they just be probably soaking y'all up over treating them like they Michael Jackson when they walk in the door. Y'all don't understand the game. Instead of meeting them like an equal at the door. Hi, Beyonce. It's very nice to meet you. And going about your business. Thanks for the invite. But y'all come in. <laughs> and they set the phone in all over again. And they ain't doing nothing. Hi. It's nice to meet you. I'm a fan. I, I listen to your music. Y'all don't peep game. Woo! Something she doing, that energy ain't working too much. This time, she she's really hoping she gets some of that energy from you. I'm here, to, I'm here to to expose it. She out here looking tired when she just need to go home and probably rest a little bit or something. Shoot. Now, my personal opinion about Beyonce is get, start to give other people energy. That's what's wrong, baby. You coming on stage, you looking tired, you looking like you got a muster up. Y'all, y'all dress up for this concert. It, it looks like you, your eyes are saying everything. Your eyes are saying, I can't wait to get off this thing. I can't wait to get home. That's what it looks look like. Every time I've seen Beyonce on this every video y'all show, everything, I see a woman that looks like she is, like, tired in her spirit. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Stealing energy ain't easy. This is just my personal opinion. You're stealing energy. This is my personal opinion. This is my personal opinion. I ain't, I ain't saying this is facts. I'm saying what are my thoughts. I'm saying if you're out here, you have to siphon energy from these artists and then you don't give them back no love and you don't give them back nothing, then you need to take your ass home and you need to rest. And get your priorities and shit straight and fine and your personal life and shit go right. And tell these investors, shit, I can't do this to it right. I can't, I ain't even promoted the damn out. That's why allegedly the tour and stuff is losing money. Because your ass ain't right. And you sitting out here trying to fight for energy. It ain't working no more. Give up. Now it's time to, you know what, Beyonce, if I was your people, this is what I'd tell you to do. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to tell you that. I think you are beautiful. I think you're a good performer. I think you're a good singer. And what I would say to you is, I would say, go rest. Have some fun. Go go, go out. Put them kids with a babysitter or Jay-Z and go hang out with some girls. Go hang out. Go look regular. Quit trying to, quit trying to fight for off of MJ's energy. Because you're going to end up weird. Oh, no. I said what I said. You're going to end up weird and strange. Go and get some real friends beside the kids and Jay-Z and them. Get out and go out and make with your Scorpio moon ass. Quit being paranoid and make you some friends. Okay? Go hang out. Go have some fun. Go dancing one night with Sierra and, and what's her name, Kelly and all, and, and uh, Vanessa Ryan or somebody. Look like you normal. Shit. Sitting up here trying to soak the energy up that you ain't paid for. 
trying to take the shortcut. That stuff's eating her up, too. It's eating you up, ain't it? I see you scrappy on my own. It scary. I said what I said. She looked like she didn't eat up on the inside. Y'all can't see it, but I, I see it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Listen, girl, quit it. And Jill, y'all, quit giving y'all energy up. Y'all like the little kids coming to play in her yard. Jill over there, I'm dancing around like she crazy and shit. Calm down. You want to be Beyonce, Jill? Lose the shit, lose the baby shit, and, and, and start seeing pop music. I ain't saying you can't love on her. I'm not saying that. Because I've loved on Beyonce. I've talked about how Beyonce was great. I love that college, uh, that, uh, what's this? Performance last in the homecoming performance. Dope. But I don't overdo it. Sometimes I do it for, you know, I say, oh, she was great. She was dope. Because she was. But you as an artist, you don't get that same respect mine. And as an artist, you need, you need to meet her as your equal because you understand that she is cycling energy. Or maybe you don't understand. Okay. And Miss Tina, she goes on and comes down. My personal opinion is Miss Tina will will try to be that liaison. Where Beyonce can't post and stuff, Miss Tina tries to do it for her. But Miss Tina, it ain't your career. It ain't you they come to praise. It's your child. Okay? And she need to get her little funky ass out here. She caught herself having an uh, artist. You need to get out here and love on Chloe and Haley sometimes. You need to sit your funky ass in a Chloe a concert. Go to a Chloe concert, Beyonce, with some of your friends and cheer on Chloe. This girl sold 10,000 albums. She could have used you. Well, you know, I don't know. You won't be selling that many either. But you, she could have used you out here celebrating her and loving on her. I don't care if you called her up personally. I'm talking about publicly. I'm talking about you. She's a, fem- a feminist type of artist. No, she ain't. Lies. She's always singing songs about how she's other females' competition. Bad bitch. I'm the boss. Queen B won't smoke with me. Every song she sings about, she competing. Okay, nah. Because y'all don't get it. She's the evil at candy lady. I love being, I like Beyonce, but I'm going to tell the truth. I'm trying to help her because I see that being the evil candy lady is starting to backfire. Am I supposed to check in the Ramada in the night? Is my key ready? Is it ready? Well, you know, I go just go and check in. Jill all up in front, dancing around like she out of her mind. It wasn't that great of a performance, y'all don't believe. I believe you under the spell, too. And you as an artist, you need to go there in a different energy. You got to understand, so you got to understand when some other dynamics going on. Because you got to watch a person and how they act. I watch her. She ain't put nothing out there about nobody else. She don't even praise her own artist. The only time I saw her put up something even once about an artist was Kelly. So she probably felt bad for Kelly. When she picked you, she dropped when Savage got dropped on Kelly's head back when Kelly did that coffee. 
she put a little snippet of coffee video. Beyonce, talk. This is where you're going to get your energy from, baby. The energy is not going to come from you sitting up there acting like you're better than everybody else, trying to be like a fucking Michael Jackson when you ain't paid the price like Michael Jackson's paid. You ain't paid the price. You ain't paid the price. You overly hyped. They hype you up like you sold 150 million albums in one album, but you ain't. You can't barely beat out Taylor Swift until Taylor Swift came here and sold two days, two days at the uh, at Dallas Cowboys, two days at Arrowhead. You struggling to sell a day at Arrowhead. You ain't even Taylor Swift category, okay? So let me tell you how you gonna get your energy back, okay? Just I'm gonna give you some advice that your people ain't giving you. Be real again. Get out here and talk. Just say you can talk. Get on the internet. Get, get some love to Chloe. Chloe, I can't wait to see you perform. I might take a break from Renaissance Book to come see you perform. I want to come see I, I This is my artist. I want to celebrate her. Nah, you can't do that because you, you use Chloe. So y'all, you, you, y'all been soaking up Chloe's energy. Chloe, you crazy. I, I, boy, as soon as that contract up, I'll be running from them, from them energy things over there, okay? And, you know, in your video, Chloe, what I remember was kind of weird when I really think about it. Because, you know, I'm going I'm to get a little odd here. Like, no, I'm going to get a little odd. You know, I'm going to get like the Illuminati people when they do these, dissect these videos and stuff. <laughs> when they dissect these videos. So some of them be on point about stuff. But they dissect these videos and stuff. One of the things in the video with Chloe, Miss Tina is, like, keep looking at Chloe, like, from the background, like she's some sort of, Candle or something. It's weird. It's weird. And Chloe doing all kind of spooky stuff. I just, it's just kind of weird. The video, I'm trying my interpretation. Chloe, it, it's so, is these your handle? This is what I'm trying to say to you. You get the reason your career ain't popping off. There's a couple of reasons. You over sexualize. And the next thing is because your mentor has not, is, is stifling, in my opinion, in my opinion. This is quite a lot of one-on-one's opinion. It's not been proven as fact. It's my opinion. It's stifling energy off of you. She stifles because you're the youthful version of her. So to have you associated with her, she can still appear to be youthful without being attached to you. Her name is just attached to you. But she don't come out and use her video or nothing to get. See, y'all got to keep game. She don't give no big, she don't give no love back to nobody else. She don't do nothing. I bet they're going to start doing it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she started doing it now. It might take her a couple of months or two or three months or six months down the line or something like that. She's going to start doing it. She might even advertise for somebody because I said she wouldn't advertise for nobody. She wouldn't if, we, if I didn't say, if probably nobody said this. I'm telling you, unless she's Tom Ford or somebody like that, somebody over the top, okay? Because this, this type of thing, she's Michael Jackson. And that's why she's over there. She's looking weird. She's looking tired. She's looking stressed out. Because Michael Jackson had an energy that he couldn't even in. Here you are trying to play in the park, and can't you can't even bust a a bust a, a seventy five a hundred thousand a sale of Renaissance the first week. Trying to compare her to Michael Jackson, can't even sell out Arrowhead. And she probably do some coupon I'm tired. What am I supposed to be talking about next? I'm going to the city girls. 
I'm already got my two ring checking uh, uh, Ramali in. I just want y'all to peak game with Beyonce. Jill, I want you to peak game with Beyonce. Okay? Because you've been on a trajectory. You know what, Jill? You've been on, people have been talking about your live shows a lot. And then you went to that concert. I wonder, did you get invited? Or did you just decide to stop by there? If you got invited, you should be kind of like, because you've been, your concerts, you know, people have been talking about you singing the home of the slave and all that stuff. That's something y'all people love to be. That's something you catch, you can't be. But you coming and you running around there dancing and in front of there and blowing kisses and stuff. You gave her all that energy, all of it. Oh, these artists. They're so wild. How wild. You can't wear it because somebody... Just because they pay y'all to pay people to wear somebody's stuff, that's like, look at what happened. You know who who she sucked the life out of, in my personal opinion? You could call out as a person. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys ain't been the same. Mm-mm-mm. No, Alicia, you haven't. You got energy damped. You ain't been the same since. And then you signed, and then at that, you signed a Rock Nation management child. You all the way in as you been. You ain't been the same. I child. She's on, she's supposed to be on tour. I ain't heard nobody talking about it. But she out here doing something. Alicia Keys would have been huge had she known how to handle that energy. Meaning, first thing, I would never have done a song with Beyonce. Nope. You know why she wanted to sing, do a song with you? Because you were the anti-her. You played instruments. You wore braids. You did this and that. She wanted that to siphon the energy out of you, and you ain't been the same since. I got to know. Y'all in the presence of the evil candy lady. There's some real evil candy ladies out here. Shit. It's just like these men. For some of you women, some of these dudes will do y'all in with their energy damping self. My mama be saying, my mama tell me all the time, <laughs> no offense, back <laughs> My mama said, my mama swear back to her wall. I think I got all y'all girls. How many times you been at concert? I said, wait, how? I said, hey, I just like the artist. I know you liked him since you was in your 20s, but how many times? Why suddenly you, you know, went to three or four of them? You know, boy, you know his name is 360. Come on, wow. You know, he might be a warlock. He may put you, you might be under some spell. <laughs> he might be what? Take that salt bath. You take My girlfriend takes salt bath. Hey, artists do put on um, sometimes working energy work, okay, and root work and stuff like that. That's not, that's not no lie. I'm not saying that's what Beyonce do and Maxwell do. I'm saying that's what my mama's suspicion is. But I'm just saying, Beyonce, there's been a lot of rumors about her. I do believe she in a Scorpio moon. She be working at root work, my personal opinion. And some of that root work is from you cycling off you artists. Like Janet Jackson cycles off you artists when you come to her concert. But you know what about Janet? Janet will post y'all. She get the energy back. She'll post y'all when y'all show up at her show. She's like, even though she's bigger than life and she really done sold them albums and she really was a pop fuse pop star, and she really has some hits on the charts and stuff, they wouldn't pretend with Janet. 
it wasn't a bubble with Jenny. Jenny still, Jenny still, even though she plays a little energy game, but she really understands she don't got to because she is who she is. Her family really is that shit. You know, they ain't got to, they ain't got to, they ain't got to be contriving that energy up. Who doing it up? Okay. So she'll take a, she'll show pictures with such and such at her show or this person, oh, Buster came tonight by. She'll show, and she wants, yes, she seems a little bigger than life because she comes from an era of celebrities when they were bigger than life. And it was that. Beyonce comes at the end of that era, and she is nothing. She's mostly in keep it real era. And Beyonce's trying to be a throwback to what they were, but she ain't got the numbers and stuff to play that game. Taylor Swift don't even play that game. This Taylor Swift talk. Taylor Swift gives interviews. Beyonce over there talk, acting like a little robot, like she can't talk. And she came running. <laughs> what y'all doing? And now, y'all just said, y'all done picked this for six. They don't wind her up to say that. Mind. Y'all been doing this for six. Y'all been getting these outfits together. Well, all her stuff just sounds contrived. She sounds so contrived. Baby, you tired. You need to go home. You've been, you've been, they've been winding you up for six or seven years, and you ain't been, I ain't seen the real Beyonce in about 10 years, maybe 15. All I've been seeing around here is a robot who's the evil candidate. Moving on to the city girls. You know, I don't like talking on nobody's kids. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Just don't. But when you put your kids out here in the streets, we got to have a discussion. And, you know, I, I'm a person who, I'm a fan of the city girl. I like some ratchet music on my stuff. You know, I be having lasso, break me out the plastic because I'm acting brand new. You know, I got big energy, all that crazy stuff on my stuff when I'm right, you know, I'm working out and stuff like that. All that, I like the ratchetness. You know, but sometimes I'm thinking, have we been too acceptable of the ratchetness? too comfortable with the ratchet. Let's talk about it. City Girl Slam backlash. Uh, young, young Miami, don't question my parenting. My son can make it rain all he wants. The city girls are sending out a warning to whom it may concern. Don't you dare question young Miami's maternal instincts, or you will feel the wrath of two protective mama bears. God mom JT posted footage from Rolling Loud with Miami's son in big boy mode, throwing money at strippers while he was surrounded by adults, a moment many fans thought was too grown for the 10-year-old type. My son at Rolling Loud having a Rolling Loud having a ball backstage. Just address it. That's why I don't post my kids, y'all, because 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 I can talk a score in y'all mouth, but about me. But I'll never give y'all a chance to have an opinion about my kids. I don't give a fuck. He and John do Rolling Loud together every year. 
it's my favorite time because I get to bond with him and turn up. This was the best year. I love the smile on his face. I'm a cool auntie. The scenario looks identical to a rap video with several people twerking and getting lit to music. Miami can even be seen smacking Ari Fletcher's butt cheeks at some point, okay? The backlash pushed Miami and JT to their breaking points, and they exploded on their critics. Miami fought for her son's right to party and called Roland Loud the best day of his young life. JT also backed her up with doing her blue little UC Vert had the area blocked off so Miami's son couldn't get a handful of any gratuitous flesh on the site. Whether you like it or not, decisions fall on the Guardians, but being a VIP here clearly has this period. For what it's worth, rolling out, rolling out Miami was a 16-plus event. He's supposed to be 10 years old, and he was allegedly throwing money at strippers. Now, young Miami, who I like her and JT. I like they, the city girls. But you dumb as fuck if you think you're not affecting your child at 10 years old, throwing money at strippers. It's almost close to some molestation shit. No, I don't say what I said. I, I ain't scared like that. Somebody got to say some truth. Shit, you think you the you Because we don't let ratchetness run a little bit of a muck. So now you think you can take liberty to have a 10-year-old baby Throwing money at a woman. I think that she's cool. Anybody else would say you want some child molesting, calling the CP Child Protective Custody Service on your funky ass, okay? Because you celebrities, you think that shit is cute. It's not cute. And it's nobody questioning your parents' skills. It's smart that you, you said you've been keeping your child out the public. It's smart. But when you bring your child to the public, you show him throwing money He's 10 years old. His little funky ass ain't even getting a strip club. And you show him, he ain't even supposed to be in that event. And you showing him throwing money? Think people just supposed to approve? Don't tell me how to raise my kids. But if that stripper or somebody else turned around and your child was getting molested, are seeing something. See, I remember years ago hearing a story about a specific R&B star who, when he was young, he started getting into music and stuff. Like he, he was in the music business, and his mama, who was his manager, I ain't saying no name, but y'all know, y'all can look up the story right now, who was his manager, let him go stay with a particular uh, artist maker. And the, the kid talked about he should have never been in those situations because he saw a lot of things that he shouldn't have saw, and he got into a lot of things that he shouldn't have been for his young age, and it damaged him. Be glad somebody's the fuck concerned about your child. We live in a time where people ain't concerned enough about other people's kids. You ain't going to tell me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all ain't going to speak on my child. We thinking on it. Your child it shouldn't be out there with no strippers. He can. Y'all crazy. What is going on? Have we gotten are we we really in the twilight zone here? 
And I'm a, I like Carisha. I like City Girls. But I think it's damaging to your child. What if your child is a seemingly one of them sure? Because you know some of these women will do some ratchet stuff to be connected. What if they end up messing with your kids? Unless you don't think that's molestation. Maybe you think that's just him trying to show his manhood or team. It's some crazy, it's some crazy motherfuckers. It's some crazy people in this world. I don't know if that's it, but I see that as close to getting close to that. Ten. And technically a boy, so he's probably eight. Boys are usually two years behind. They age. They mature a, a little. It takes a little longer for them to mature. Wow. See, and this is, we coming to an age where I'm thinking that we've let it go too far. We've made ratchetness comfortable because, you know, we a little bit more accepted and tolerant of some shit that we would, years ago, people wouldn't be tolerant and accepting of. But now people trying to call white wrong and wrong white. No, baby, you need to take some correction. Instead of she, she can't come on. Instead, she's feeling guilty. That's why she's she's actually feeling convicted. That's why she's getting mad. So you ain't gonna tell me that this is my kid. You know, always tell you instead of saying you guys, I know you guys don't understand. And hey, maybe I just shouldn't have let y'all see it. And I mean, you know, uh, yeah, maybe that wasn't right. I can understand how that can look strange to people. He is ten. And, hey, that's that, you know, whatever. I just thought as a parent, blah, blah, blah. But this heifer don't feel like she got to explain shit. And not understanding that in a day, overnight, your whole life can change. If this, this like this, this you about you having, if Fox News get this tonight, no, no, Fox and the New York Post get tonight that you were throwing money, that you had a 10-year-old throwing money at strippers, bitch, they can change your life. The conservatives can change your life and then bring some of the liberals on board with them and send your ass to Spike Puffy and everybody back down to the cubs of the United States, back to the, gut, the gutters. You better hope the five don't catch this story from TMZ about you having your baby throwing uh, money at strippers. You better hope these, these some of these these some of these big time conservatives don't use you as a has a politi- has a has a political point about society going to hell in a handbasket. You better hope. This was dumb. And you did it in public. You so bold and brave with it. You did it in public and don't think you and your you and that girl don't think you wrong. You dumb. If they I'm talking from a perspective of you you being a celebrity. If they catch a, a, a sniff, and they probably already have, if they if them conservatives catch a sniff of Fox, they gonna it's gonna run from Fox into CNN and they're gonna be talking, well, what's it right to have a ten year old at the rolling out? 
throwing money at strippers. And you know they love to have a little young black boy and a single black mama things about uh, taking money from Negroes and ratchet shit. They love to put you on display. So it ain't just about your baby and what he consumes as a child. But it's about you and how you handle your career. The fuck? I know you say, I ain't Well, what is you? You ain't nothing. You said, I know they love that. You ain't got no money. You ain't pay. They dumb. Wisdom, don't come, wisdom comes from life. Wisdom don't come because somebody got some money. That's where you dummies is dumb at. That's why y'all doing all kind of dumb shit out here that's going to get y'all in trouble. And these, they're foxing them, get a whole child. You better hope they don't. Wow, shit. Y'all, y'all doing some wild shit in this world. Y'all, and then don't get mad about people trying to tell you that, that don't look right. Then y'all ain't gonna tell me how to parent. That's ratchet shit. I mean, you know, I just I thought of Carissa, I thought it was an act. But y'all I guess y'all for real. <laughs> Woo, you bet girl. They will change these these have, you better have some humility out here. Change up the narrative. So they will put they child, they will they will take they will take they will take you down. And have CPS on there looking at you. Now, this last story I'm going to talk about is saying, mother of murdered Charlotte woman pleads for heavier charges against alleged killer. I won't stop. www.btv.com. And I'm going to try to talk about this story again later on in the week if we get some updates. Tanya Hoskins says she won't rest until she gets justice for her daughter. According to CMPD, Stephanie Alexander came home to find Tyra Crosby in her house early Tuesday, then shot and killed her. Crosby's mother says Alexander's husband invited Crosby back to the home that she didn't realize he, and she didn't realize he was married when she accepted the invitation. She was invited there. She did not just pop up there, Hoskins said. She was not an intruder. She was invited there. Hoskins also said that Crosby called her in the final hour and left a voicemail in which she claims you can hear Alexander brutally beating her repeatedly before ending her life. Hoskins declined to share that recording with WBTV at this time, but said she shared it with the CMPD, uh, Charlotte, I guess that's Charlotte Police Department investigators. She hopes this new evidence will result in elevated charges against Alexander, who is currently facing a voluntary manslaughter charge. I am hopeful that once CMPD is able to go through the recording that I have a new charge uh, comes out, Hoskins said, because right now she's charged with the lowest form of murder. I won't know it's the first degree. Alexander was booked into the Mecklenburg County Jail at 150 on July the 18th. She was released on a $250,000 bond at 8.33 p.m. She murdered my daughter at 5 a.m., and she was out by 8 p.m., Hoskins said. So that means human life means nothing anymore. Alexander is currently scheduled to appear in court on the afternoon of August 7th. Hoskins is hopeful that Alexander will be facing heavier charges. I don't want any investigators to go away. I won't stop until there's another charge. And I'm really hoping this case gets national attention 
if um, if what this mom is saying is true, if it happened, as they say, this husband invited her back, there, you know, and she it wasn't any self defense thing going on or anything like that. This woman, who 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 did, who probably know her husband is a, a, a if this happened like they say it happened, if it happened like they say it happened, this woman who probably knows her she her husband's a hoe, and also this uh, this a man who probably know his wife is crazy as hell. She deserves to go to jail, and she deserves heavier charges. You done. You killed the, this little girl, but you didn't kill him. He gonna be out here with a, as soon as you get them, 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 them jail bars locked, clean, clean, clean. He gonna be out here with other women. What an idiot! If you did it for that, you dumb. Okay, idiots. A lot of idiots around here. It's a sad story. Because a lot of women, they said she was getting to know allegedly this man. He didn't tell her he was married and invited her to his house, knowing he probably got a crazy tail wife. And some of you men, you be knowing you got crazy bras around. You know you got that helper that'll come uh, knock on hotel doors and, and be stalking you and shit. Some men just like to see the drama. So when you got to get be careful and get to know some of these people. Oh shit! Crazy as hell. This was not that young lady deserves justice. Crazy as hell. A terrible story. When I heard the story, I'm like, ma'am, I'm for you getting your justice. What a nutcase. Now. I do realize a story out here about Migos being on Quavo, Migos Quavo about being on the boat and the boat getting robbed in Miami. And all I got to say is brother might need some sage. He might need to go to his, go to an astrologer, get some prayer, go to a church and get some prayer, go to an astrologer and find out what his trans is saying and why he can't go out in these streets right now because it's clearly you know, somebody, it's some violence targeted in him. I mean, well, he was the one that was allegedly supposed to be playing dice, right? I hadn't heard about a dice game since 1983. And Quavo happened to be at the only dice game with takeoff that I haven't heard in 20 years, and he gets arguing allegedly with somebody in takeoff this shot. Then he sat this boat, and it get robbed. And he just one he one of the victims. Somebody just showed a picture of him with some fans. It's a zip tie. Wow, man, you better you better go check and see if you're supposed to be out here. You might need to be laying low for the next couple of months or something. Watch your surroundings and people who you around. I ain't heard of too many yachts getting robbed. And you ain't heard about too many dice games nowadays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just wondering how brothers get caught up in these unusual rare events. It's like lightning striking twice in the same place. 
man, figure out what's going on. I'm hoping for the best for him. Beyonce is trying to sell us some perfume again. I saw that child, and she's trying to sell it for $160. I'm like, Beyonce, he stank. No, he stunk. I met my grandfather. He he, he ain't another bit. Back when I was in the B-Day phase and stuff like that, he went and he tried to buy me some Beyonce heat for my, for, what's it, for my birthday. And I was like, ooh. But I act like I liked it. I, I think I gave it away. Beyonce, you're going to try to make perfume again, huh? You just insist in trying to be out in this retail market space. It ain't being good to you. Mm-mm-mm. Now she's going to try to sell us a $160 bottle of perfume. God help us. At least the heat was cheap. Okay, you see it for like 40 or $50 or something. At the when it first came out at the little uh, stores, the Macy's and stuff, then it went to the uh, dime stores because everybody realized this shit stinks, right? And now she's gonna try to do it again. Jamie Foxx, I have seen Jamie Foxx, and I know what y'all saying out in these streets about Jamie. I don't know. Did Jamie fake that sickness? He looked like he'd been through. Now, of course, you can use theater makeup and, you know, lose some weight because you've been under stress. But, then again, you know, I think I, I'm willing to believe him. See, Jamie didn't, didn't handle this situation right. You know, you could have had a spokesperson out here talking correctly and still keeping your stuff private. And now it just happened that it's weird, Jamie, because it fell around the time that they alleged that you were supposed to be at that prize trial testifying. So you suddenly happen to get sick around that time and people giving you the side eye. Ain't they saying you were cloned? No. They saying, why did you try to, you missed testi- your testify date. Why is what people think. People starting to think that your sickness came at the time. People ain't talking about no clone. That's not what I'm hearing mostly. I'm here, and I've been hearing it for a while. People saying Jamie's trying to avoid testifying in that case. I ain't saying that's what went on, Jamie. That's what people out in these streets, this Twilight Zone streets, are saying. And it was kind of weird how your family was at, okay? And if you done had a mysterious illness, and don't nobody know what it is, and I know that it's HIPAA, but I'm just saying. People questioning and stuff. Okay, that's all. That's all I'm. Saying. I ain't gonna. All I'm saying is people questioning what's the, what really has been going on. Okay. <laughs> we are at the end of the show, you guys. Thank y'all for hanging out with me like you do every week. I appreciate y'all so much. Listen to the celebrity news and gossip. I think I got everything. We'll try to try. I'll try to bring more during the weekend. We'll try to have a big show and we'll probably hit some of these topics again. God bless me to come on again this weekend. But I want you guys to have a wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy. I am going to leave out with late night. Uh, 
let's leave out with um, Gotta Get You Home, okay? It's the CC Show. Y'all have a good one. Let me see now. We got, wait a minute. I don't know. Can I? I thought I said, I don't know. Can I end it right yet? Okay, yeah, I got a, I got 40 seconds that I have to cover. Okay, so, again, we will try, I will try my best to do a show at the end of the week or Saturday, okay? Depends on what I have got going on. We'll try to talk more uh, in-depth about some of these uh, topics and everything else, okay? So, y'all have a good week. Y'all enjoy it. Uh, and I think I got every... I got everything. I think I did. I'm good. <laughs> I think I made Beyonce the man. I actually like Beyonce. I ain't no joke. I really do. I just come for her. I have to come for her every now and then, okay? And I say, Carlotta, you come for her all the time. Okay. Feel the way, the way you want to. I feel like I'm helping. I feel like I'm helping in the universe. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to leave out. we got to get you home for uh, me tonight. Eugene Wild, it's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta, and I am out. So have a good one, okay? <laughs> oh, that's not the sign. Here it is. <laughs> listening to the archive show thank you guys so much for hanging out with me like you do every week i appreciate y'all trust me i do okay thank you guys i appreciate y'all and remember you can hit me up at carly's underscore galaxy okay uh on uh, instagram and i think it's the same thing on threads 
You can also hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Show on Facebook. If you want to send a message through there, you can about the show or anything like that, okay? The Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. And also, that's where I post a lot of the articles and stuff that I'll be, I'll be talking about during the week, okay? On Twitter or X, it's not Twitter no more, on X, you can hit me up at C Chatwood Show and uh, Carlotta72, okay? And uh, TikTok. I don't really know what my TikTok is. I didn't start using my TikTok. I'll figure it out so y'all can get it, okay? But, uh, yeah, so you can hit me up on all four platforms. Uh, I appreciate y'all when y'all do. But y'all love to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much. I appreciate the love I get from y'all. I really do. Um, And that's it, you know. You guys, you have a wonderful rest of your week. And, no, I have not seen the Barbie movie, even though I collect Barbies. I collect Barbies, but I don't know if I'm that interested in seeing the Barbie movie. <laughs> I did go see Oppenheimer. I forgot to talk about that. I did go see Oppenheimer, which was really good and very interesting, okay? <laughs> but you guys, have a have a good one, okay? I am out. Let's leave out with Just Be Good, SOS Band. I'll see y'all. Bye.